The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Great to have you here. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. It's Pat Gray unleashed. Dick Sporting Goods caved in. Isn't that great? That's that's great. Uh, the CEO of Dick Sporting Goods, Ed Stack, talked to ABC about the decision. As we looked at what happened down in Parkland, and uh, we were we, we were so disturbed and saddened by what happened, we felt we really needed to do something. And uh, so we've uh, decided right, not to sell something. these assault weapons any longer in any don't, of our don't stores. Don't do the right thing. Do something. And the other things that we talked about. Sure. Yeah, and, and, sure. and the shooter uh, down in Parkland actually bought a gun at a Dick's store, not the assault weapon. Right. He did. And, and uh, he bought a, a shotgun from us back in uh, in November. And it wasn't the gun, nor it was the type of gun that, uh, shotguns that, that, that he used Thank in the you. shooting. But when that happened, we realized that dumb. the system, and, and we did everything by the book. Dumb. We did everything that the law required, and still he was able to Amazing buy a gun. Amazing that he was able to buy he one. He was still able to buy a gun. And when we looked at that, we said, the systems that are in place across yeah. the board just aren't effective enough to keep us I from see. selling someone a gun like that. Okay. And so we've decided that uh, we're not going to sell the assault-type rifles any longer. Well, that's interesting. Can we stop this for just a second? Like put it. it on pause. It's not like a Glock, which is a handgun. A Glock can't kill anyone, which is great. So, I mean, we're just going to we're going to sell the weapons that only wound cuz nobody dies from a Glock. Well, <laughs> except about 11,000 people a year. But, you know, a Glock or a similar handgun. Because it's almost always handguns that are used in murders. It's almost always handguns that kill. A Glock will kill someone just as dead as an AR-15. So, if you're worried about somebody using something you sell at your store for the purposes of murder, you better stop selling guns, man. What are you talking about? This is such bull crap. This is such feel-good, leftist, progressive BS. Uh, so we took a look at it, and uh, we could only think that, uh, well, we better cave in uh, to the hysteria that's going on in, in the country right now. And so we, we said that, you know what, we have no choice but to cave in to the hysteria. Uh, you know, we're, told, we're being told by 16-year-old kids uh, from Florida that, uh, that assault rifles are weapons of war, and we, we don't want to sell them anymore. Uh, we sold them for an awfully long time, and this guy didn't even buy one from us. Uh, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We're go- and what he did buy from us was a shotgun, and we're not going to ban shotguns. I don't know why, uh, but it's because they don't look as evil as the AR-15, so we're going to ban the AR-15 from our stores. I, I just, uh, I, all right, let's hear the rest of what he had to say. This sooner after after Newtown, after Sandy Hook, you announced a temporary suspension mm-hmm. of assault weapons sales, but then came back to selling them. We did. Well, we, we, we said that we were going to temporarily take them out of the Dick stores, the Dick Sporting Goods stores. We never put them back in the Dick stores. They've not been in the Dick Sporting Goods stores. And then in 2013, we developed the chain Field and Stream, which was a full-on, complete hunting and outdoor store. And we put them in those stores. But based on what's happened and looking at those kids and those parents, it, it moved us all unimaginably into in to 
think about the loss and the grief that those kids and those parents had. We said, we need to do something, and we're taking these guns out of all of our stores permanently. So, yeah, no chance you're going to reverse this? Never. Are you ready for the backlash? We are, and we know that this isn't going to make everyone happy, but when we take a look at what mm -hmm. uh, those kids and the parents and uh, the heroes in the school, uh, what they did, what does and, that have to do uh, with our anything? view was if, if the kids can be brave enough to organize like this, we can be brave enough to take these out of here. You want Congress oh. to act as well. We do. And, you uh, do, yeah, yeah. We hope that okay, they'll, they'll act and, and pull something together. And do something. You know, do, we don't do want to see the, the, the sure. partisan politics where no, one side espouses no. their position, another no, side right. espouses their position, mm -hmm. and they actually never do anything. Hmm. We hope that Congress will come together. And this yeah. is a complex issue. It's yeah. not just about guns. Is it's it? about mental health reform. Well, it it's around, so uh, simple it's around uh, background checks. Saying? And we hope they come together with the intent complex? of really finding a solution to this problem as opposed to just <laughs> talking about it, knowing that they're never going to do anything, mm -hmm. just, just speak to their base. But it's pretty sure, clear you sure, believe sure. right now you can support the uh -huh. Second Amendment, no. still do more to protect schools. Yeah. We're staunch supporters of the Second Amendment. Oh, I'm a gun owner myself. Clearly staunch but we've just decided that based on what's happened Amendment. with these guns, we don't want to be a part of this story. And we've eliminated these guns permanently. They don't want to be part of the story. <laughs> Welcome to Opposite Man. Uh, everything he said is the exact opposite of what he's actually meaning. What do you mean it's a complex issue? It sounded pretty simple when you said we're going to... We're going to ban AR-15s despite the fact that's not the weapon he bought at our store. So what good have you done? We, we really, we support the Second Amendment. We, we, we want Congress to do something. Let's not worry about doing the right thing. Let's do something. And that's what we did. We did something. Something stupid. You did something asinine. What does that have to do with fixing any problem in our in our society that dicks sporting goods? And that's fine. You can make that decision. It's, it's your store. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Don't sell AR-15s. But don't tell me. Don't even tell me that you support the Second Amendment. Because that's such garbage. That's so stupid to even hear it coming out of your fat face. It's insulting to us. That's insulting. And you know what? We got people jumping all over Walmart, Walmart now. Watch your turn, Walmart. Waiting on you, Walmart. Dick Sporting Goods. Band AR-15s, Walmart. Your move. Your move. Yeah. They took that move in 2015. It shows what you idiots know about this. Nothing. Why don't you do a little research, at least, on what is going on anywhere in this country have one fact that's correct it would be nice it would be nice if you knew anything about the situation oh i mean here is a guy you would think dick sporting goods selling selling all kinds of guns and you would think they're believers in the second amendment and then you hear this stupidity spill out of his face it's unbelievable it's unbelievable Look, the, the handguns and the shotguns kill people just as dead as an AR-15. It doesn't save anyone not to sell an AR-15. Go ahead. I completely support your, your ability to do that. But don't try to tell me you're a Second Amendment supporter. Don't, don't even try that nonsense.
this is just agonizing. And it's all because these brave kids, if they're brave enough to speak out, well, they're brave enough to call the NRA child murderers. How brave is that? David Hogg called the NRA child murderers. That's despicable. It's despicable. Why can he get away? Why can he get away with that with no one challenging him on it? uh, Stelter, Brian Stelter sat there and listened to this kid call the NRA child murderers and and listen to him tell the nation that Dana Lash doesn't care about children and there's no pushback. These kids are so sacrosanct, so sacred, so untouchable that when they say the most incendiary, ridiculous remarks, the media won't even challenge them. This is a, a dangerous situation we've got going here. There's been one article. I got to find out who wrote this article because I just copied and pasted it without, without, the, um, without the name of the person because it's actually the only person I have seen mention it. Charles W. Cook. Charles Cook, uh, editor at National Review, thank you. Thank you for speaking up and saying something. I mean, because they've Allison Camerata, Brian Stelter, all of these people just sit there and listen. Mm, yeah, child murderers, the NRA. Mm-hmm. Right, Dana Lash doesn't care about children. Mm, yeah. And he said... I had to witness this horrifying event, but honestly, how could you say you support law enforcement if you're just constantly attacking them over this? How hypocritical and disgusting are you? How disgusting are you if you're calling the NRA child murderers? I'm sorry. That's that's disgusting. Okay? Can we just be real for a minute? Can we just say these kids are not immune to some pushback? They're not immune to pushback. I know they're grieving. That does not give them the right to say anything they want on national television about anyone they want. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you can say anything and not be challenged on it. If anybody said this about anybody on the left, they'd be fired. They'd be shut down. No one would ever talk to them again on on national television. This kid's a national propagandist. He's, he, that's what he's saying about Dana Lash. Well, that's what he is. He's a national propagandist uh, against guns for gun control. That's what he is. These are activist, extremist activists against the Second Amendment. That's, we can't just remain quiet in the face of this. We can't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit back and listen to these kids while, while they take their rights from us. Kids who can't even vote yet are, are going to cause the Second Amendment to go belly up? No, thank you. It has existed for 240 years now. And I'm going to sit by and watch our rights be taken in. You know, they keep saying these are the civil rights kids. No, it is the opposite of that. We are the civil rights fighters right now. It is we who believe in the United States Constitution who are fighting 
for our rights. 888-900-3393. Speaking of guns, what if I told you there's a great new product that allows you to safely practice shooting your gun, become proficient at it, because that's the responsible thing to do. Once you have a gun, you want to be able to use it and use it properly. And you can do it in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Not like this guy did it. Authorities in uh, Florida say a man who was taking target practice in his home was arrested after bullets went through the wall into his neighbor's apartment. Yeah, there's a way to safely do this without bullets, and it's called iTarget. iTargetPro.com. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Go there and watch the video. It's pretty amazing. It uses your cell phone. You hook it up to the target. It's in front of the target. And then you have a proprietary app that uses a laser in place of the bullet. So it's not going through your walls. And it'll detect exactly where your shots are landing. You see it. You hear it. It's really cool. And right now, you can save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Competitive shooters dry fire 10 times more than they live fire. It's just it's just less expensive and uh it takes your it takes your skill to the next level. So you don't have to go to the gun range, you don't have to pay the range fees, you don't have to buy all the ammo. Save money, save time, and get proficient with your gun safely and effectively at home. So convenient, so great. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Other things going on too. Uh, Barack Obama did some kind of secret sports speech. Uh oh. Have you have you seen anything on that? I have not at all. Uh, he he did a, a speech uh, for the Sloan Sports Analytic Analytics Conference, and everybody there was told to keep it secret. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, what kind of secret sports stuff are you, is Barack Obama going to tell you? I don't know that he knows anything related to sports. I don't either. So that's why we got to keep it down. Uh, in a bizarre demand, the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference apparently called for attendees of Obama's speech, which took place inside the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center, to keep it a secret. The 44th president of the United States, Barack Obama, will address the 2018 Sloan Sports Analytics Conference, February 23rd, 2018. And it says the place, a lifelong sports, <laughs> yeah, I like this, a <laughs> lifelong sports fan and athlete? No, no, Barack Obama was not an athlete. Mm-hmm. President Obama will address a wide range of subjects in his talk, <clears throat> from his most memorable moments in the White House to his post-presidency plans. Hmm. Uh, is he gonna is he gonna try out for the NBA? Because he's such an athlete that he hit two of twenty two shots when 
they actually taped him playing basketball one time. Uh, and uh, leading up to that time, we were always told, hey, this guy was an incredible basketball player in high school. Uh, he could probably gone to college, played there, but he chose a different path. Sure. Uh, you know, he's, he's terrific. But this guy always playing basketball. He's physically fit. Uh, a big basketball player. The guy can play basketball. He's an athlete. Look at him. Chiseled body. He's an athlete. Then you saw him shoot. It's like, what? <laughs> he's <laughs> he's got no coordination. Look. And, and then you saw him throw the ball. You, throw, you saw him throw a baseball from the pitcher's mound, which he, he can't even do it from the mound. He had to move up and be about halfway to the, to the plate. And then he threw the ball. I'm going to say it. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. He threw the ball like a girl. He threw the ball like a girl. Pat, we're trying to keep the show on the air. What are you doing, man? (laughs) You can't be throwing that stuff out there. Uh, I mean, it was. he threw it worse than any girl I've seen. Totally. He's pathetic. It was awful. And so this whole scenario of Barack Obama being an athlete, no. And then the golf thing? The guy plays golf all the time. Then we saw him actually swing a golf club. Mm-hmm. He's got no athletic ability Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. At all. But attendees and members of the media were given a policy that requires them not to talk about it. Good grief. Uh, but here's one leak oh, oh, from the some. event. What do we got? What do we got? Getting we got? diversity around you isn't hard if you're intentional about it. What? If... You say you can't diversify your team. You just aren't trying hard enough. Well, what does that mean? It, you mean you're trying to get more white guys on the team so you can have some diversity? Is that even mean? I, that's the only thing I can think of because uh, the teams are already 80% black. What? In order to get diversity, then, you're going to need some white guys, Hispanics, some Asians. So if you don't have white guys on your team, you're not trying hard enough. What the hell? What? Getting diversity around you isn't hard if you're intentional about it. So are you saying we need more we need more blacks on football and basketball teams? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Strange statement. The group is dedicated to affirmative action for women in sports, too, though, and obviously was so pleased at what he said that its members weren't about to keep what they liked about the speech secret. And, of course, they're lefties, so they all worship this guy. Um, But inviting Barack Obama to a sports conference, I mean, the guy can't ride a bike. Remember the mom, oh the mom jeans he wore and the little dumb little Urkel helmet he had on? Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> he can't play sports. He just has no proficiency. Wait, how, what was he doing in that gym? That guy taped him working out. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, you don't? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm sending this to TV because I'm playing it over here right now. And he's in the gym, and he's got the little dumbbells. You don't remember this behind-the-scenes deal? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, uh, oh, no, bad form. (laughs) That's a... He kind of has bad form on every sporting, every athletic endeavor. video ready right now. Uh, I mean, you remember when when he made the two out of 22, and then we said, I mean, even Glenn could do better than that. And he did. (laughs) Wait, wait, Glenn did better than Obama 
while wearing meat gloves on well, his hands, right? I wore the meat oh, mitts. Oh, that was you. I'm sorry. And I did better than Obama okay. wearing meat mitts. My bad. So. so <laughs> just ridiculous. I mean, it's it's insanity. I mean, stop with the myth. You know, I just there's there was absolutely nothing real about that man. Uh, well, except for the destruction of the Constitution, but I digress. Here, I mean, he's such a sports fan and such a basketball fan. Here's what he said about the Miami Heat. It would be incomplete if I did not congratulate the city of Miami, Miami. for mm-hmm. having the world champion Miami Heats. Yeah. Miami Heats for having the world champion Miami Heats. What? Mm. <laughs> that is unbelievable. It, it was that is unbelievable. That is what a non-sports person would say. He called uh, Kaminsky Park Kaminsky. Mm-hmm. He couldn't name a single White Sox player. That was supposedly his favorite team growing up. They tried to get him to name one. Name one. He couldn't. I mean, the guy is a fraud start to finish <laughs> when it comes to sports and virtually everything else. But especially with sports... Why would you have him speak at a sports clinic or a sports conference? Unbelievable. Uh, 888-900-3393. I will never forget that picture of him on the on the bicycle. <laughs> that wait. was embarrassing. Urkel. That was embarrassing. Did he, it have a? Did he not look like Urkel on yeah, that thing? Yeah, and it was like the little. It was like the uh, handlebars were like a girl's bike. Yeah, and didn't it swoop in? Wasn't uh-huh. it a girl's yeah, bike? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a girl's bike he was yeah, riding. Yeah. It just needed a little basket, maybe a little tootie horn there, a little bell. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. That's the only thing that was missing. And I don't know, maybe it had, I don't remember if it had the the basket on it. It might have. It might have. It's. I mean, you know, you used to, they used to film uh, George Bush sometimes in Crawford, splitting wood uh, out on the ranch, working hard with his hands. And then, and then you got the image of, of Obama on that on that girl's bike with his mom jeans. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> yeah. But George Bush was a fraud, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was the fraud. Don't even worry about mm-hmm. it. Ugh. George Bush was the one they hate. Uh Kelly in Missouri, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey there. How you doing, Pat? Good. I am calling in because uh, I am on both ends of the spectrum here. I, up until recently, was a high school teacher, mm-hmm. and now I currently own a store that sells guns. Okay. So I think that, well, first of all, um, in reference to the guy who said that women can't wear guns with their female clothes, mm-hmm. uh, we have a whole line of holsters in our store that is designed specifically for females. They are functional, they're pretty, and they, like, flatten your tummy, which is a nice feature. Oh. Um, and you can carry a very large weapon. Um, I have one on me right now, and you, nobody knows. Nobody knows you've got it on. Oh, wow. How many, pe- how many people have you killed today? Have you, have you, uh, you left, know, none. Uh, like, a pile of dead bodies behind you in your wake? <laughs> you know, I have not. And the huh. AR-15 I have in my showroom yeah. hasn't attacked anybody either. You better keep a close eye on it, though. It may anytime soon. It may soon. Well, we do have it, you know, separate from the other guns so that it doesn't, you know, form a little gang. <laughs> like a little there. partnership with the rest of the guns. Right. Yeah. Right. The shotgun might, uh, I don't know, go rogue. I, it's never happened, crazily uh, enough. How about that? That's amazing. So now, yeah. and you do background checks, right? When people come in to uh, to buy I a do. gun. Yeah. 
Hmm. I do. Weird. Yes, I do collect. Yeah, you know, we don't. Huh? Hmm. You know what? And we actually take the extra step of um, contacting local law enforcement sometimes to find out if you know there's something that we don't know about somebody if we're getting a weird vibe. Just That's to see great. If they're on their on their radar. That is great. And um, and do you ever have a weird enough vibe that you refuse to sell a gun to somebody? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, That's we had amazing. somebody come in who was handling the firearm inappropriately. Like, they were very timid with the firearm. They pointed it at themselves when they were looking at it. Oh, wow. And uh, it, fortunately, we didn't have to take it that far. Um, we right. had already made that decision that this person doesn't know enough about what they're doing that they could be a danger to themselves, yeah. let alone others. You know, I really think they would have shot their own foot off at some point. <laughs> but, you know, we... we and if they had decided to purchase something, we would have recommended they take a class and then yeah. come back and maybe look at things again. But I just, Thanks, you know. Kelly. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, you know something we didn't mention the other day. Uh, we might have briefly mentioned it. President Trump has already announced he's running again. He's running for re-election. Announced announced the uh, his campaign manager for the twenty twenty election. A little, little sooner than anybody else in history has done it. Um, <clears throat> just a year into the presidency, but uh, I guess because there's been rumors. And it seems like, didn't Melania say she didn't want him to? Uh, there was something I know she just that. said that it's just been very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It seems like she said something to the effect that, eh, maybe not. But he's cleared that up. And he's going to run. Uh, so, who are the perspective? Uh, who's the perspective opposition? Democrats. Uh, yeah, nobody. Well, they might have Oprah back in the picture again. Oprah says she'll run if God tells her to. Now, wait a minute. Is Oprah saying that God speaks to her? Does she have some sort of mental illness or something? (laughs) What is that about? (laughs) Are they going to have that discussion on The View today? Uh, I wonder if Joy Behar will be laughing about that. Hey, how crazy is Oprah Winfrey, man? She said she'll run if Oprah talks, if Oprah, if God tells her to. Like, Oprah talks to God? <laughs> That's a mental illness. <laughs> no, that won't happen. Oh. And you know it won't happen. But th- there's a lot of calls on the left for her to run uh, from fans, mm. her friends. So she says, I went into prayer. Mm. God, if you think I'm supposed to run, you got to tell me. And it has to be so clear no. that not even I can miss it. No. And she says, I haven't gotten that. I'm hearing it right now. No. No. This would be an absolute nightmare because I, I fear she would have a shot. Because uh. why? She's popular. Right? It, <laughs> for the same reason the right voted for Trump, the left will vote for Oprah. Yeah, and, and they I know, like her. I know it was a slip of the tongue a moment ago when you were talking about... Uh, However you said it, you know, um, if if she, you referred to Oprah as God, basically, <laughs> yeah. accidentally. 
<laughs> and I, as you were saying that, I'm, I'm sitting over uh-huh. here thinking, no, I'd say a good chunk of this country looks at her as if she were God. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty close. Uh, that's sad. So, yeah. Yep. Very. Mm-hmm. Because, um, I mean, she might be a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. I don't know her. Met her a couple of times. She was, seemed fine. Uh, but is she capable of of leading the free world? Absolutely not. No. And you talk about a left-wing personality. It doesn't get much more extreme than Oprah Winfrey. I I am really concerned. Let's hope the Lord doesn't tell her to run because that'd be tragic. The, the left has nobody. If you're talking actual politicians... And we've talked about this before. Who is there? There's nobody. Uh, they keep talking about Elizabeth uh, Warren. Elizabeth Warren's terrible. And she, she's not going to win. Uh, does Joe Biden have a chance? Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't think he has a chance against uh, Donald Trump. Does uh, John Kerry, a reincarnated John Kerry... Does he have a shot? That's they, they were actually talking about him potentially running. Well, you might as well bring back Richard Gephardt then. If, if you're going to dredge up John Kerry, you might as well throw Gephardt in there too. <laughs> Seriously, can you think of a serious candidate who is a politician mm. that has any chance at beating Donald Trump? I can't. I can't think of any. Mm. Well, maybe Al Gore. There we go. That's what I was what Al I was Gore. Say. Yep. However... Oh, what? There's a pretty good antidote against Al Gore. We were talking about this uh, uh, when I was on Glenn's show this morning. Do you remember the second chakra thing with Al Gore? <clears throat> In light of the Me Too movement? <clears throat> how about you go back and you, you find the masseuse that Al Gore sexually harassed, asking, would you adjust my second chakra, please? Please, I, I could use a second chakra adjustment. What does that mean? Well, that means he wanted her to do something to his area below the waist. So I, I can't that's, what he, that's what he wanted. I can't follow what you're referring to. Yeah, I know. It's, it's difficult. <laughs> so I think there's an antidote to Al Gore. Uh, beca- but he's kind of the superstar of the, of the, uh, of the party, isn't he? And, and I don't know that they have a like. Uh, you know, is well, Bernie. Bernie Sanders, is he going to? No. No, Bernie Sanders, wonderful socialist. He's going to be 78, 79 years old by then. There's no way he can beat Donald Trump. Hmm. Uh, he can't even he can't even keep straight who he's talking to. What? Bernie Sanders, uh, this was on a an appearance on uh, Wolf Blitzer uh, just uh, I don't know a few uh, a while ago, and mm-hmm. and here's. <laughs> he was actually talking to Wolf Blitzer, keep in mind, and he continually calls Wolf Jake because he thinks he's talking to Jake Tapper. Oh, no. I'll go a step further. If we don't change... Oh, that's not it. Oh. That really sounded like uh, does, Donald Trump, not Bernie like, Sanders. Didn't so. Yeah, didn't it? No wonder he didn't know who he was talking to. He didn't know what voice to use. All right. Be more sounded like this. We're going to Orlando next week. I'll tell you one of the issues that concerns me, Jake. That's where they're going. Isn't that Jake. good enough for you? 
No, what's good enough for me is it's not a game, Jake. This Jake, is whether too. or not we continue. That's what I'm trying to do. And when we do that, Jake, Jake you're going to have a lot wolf, of enthusiasm. Wolf. Wolf, I am sorry. Wolf. I'm wolf. looking at the yeah. sign over there. Yeah, uh, do you have confidence right. in, uh, in the way Look, Hillary... Jake, all I can tell you is... So you, have, you, you think they Look, should Jake, go I don't. You're asking me questions. What do I know? <laughs> he Five. does it again after Wolf corrects you, him. You missed one. Right, right. Five. Wolf, Wolf. And then, and then he says, uh, so, Jake... So he says it again. Grief. Then the next appearance on oh, oh. Uh, Wolf. Oh, he got it fixed, right? He got, he got it fixed. Uh, Republic, Wolf, 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 Wolf. I know your name now. It's Wolf, 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 Wolf. That's great. That's, uh. So now I don't feel so bad when I pass coworkers in the hall whose names I don't know. I'm just like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey. That's why you have that substitute for names. That's why dude was invented. So, that you don't <laughs> so if you don't know their name, you can just say, hey, dude. <laughs> dude, how you doing? So what's up? Hey, dude, it's been too long. Seriously has. Uh, <laughs> speaking of wolves, Michael Wolf uh, was, wow. was being questioned segue. and uh, put on the spot. Uh, on the Today Show in Australia. Now, they were asking him about uh, Donald Trump having an affair and the fact that all of that has sort of been discredited, at least the ones he's talking about have kind of been discredited. And watch what he does to get out of this interview. It's amazing. You said during a TV interview just last month that you are absolutely sure that Donald Trump is currently having an affair while president behind the back of the First Lady. And I repeat, you said you were absolutely sure. Yeah, I can't. Last week, however, you backflipped and said, I quote, I do not know if the president is having an affair. Do you owe the president and the First Lady an apology, Mr. Wolf? I, I can't hear you. (laughs) <laughs> what? Just Hello? last month, Hello? you said you were absolutely sure that the president was having an affair. I'm, I'm not know. getting. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> You're not hearing me, Mr. Wolf. No, I'm not getting anything. He's not getting anything. Getting no. anything. We were hearing okay, each other so. well just before. I'm not getting. Anything. You're not hearing me, Mr. Wolf. So he's. Do you do you hear? I'm I'm not. I'm not hearing anything. Mr. Wolf was hearing me. He's gone deaf. He's not hearing me. Uh, I'm not hearing anything. No, he's not like hearing anything. So he gets up and just leaves in the middle. Fire and fury inside the Trump White House is out now, and he is about to take off on a speaking tour. So I think. And he's gone. Okay. There. Okay. There we go. And off he goes. Now, do they test his equipment and? And see if he could actually hear or not. Yeah, I don't think you they said during a TV know. interview just last This is month what it sounded like in Michael Wolf's ears. Sure that Donald Trump is. Oh, okay. Well, anyhow, they, they, I don't guess they have the video in there now. Mm. But uh, basically, they played back the exact audio that Michael Wolf heard in his ear to show that there was nothing, no signal breakup, and, and there was and nothing wrong nothing with his wrong. earpiece. And let's watch how just. Just That's notice great. how he did that. He waited until, hey, do this. Ask me a question. Just ask me that question, Pat. Pretend I'm Michael Wolf. You be the, the Australian Today Show guy. 
Aren't you, uh, Mr. Wolf, uh, are you willing to apologize to Donald Trump because he isn't having an affair right now and that's been discredited, but you said you were absolutely certain that he was having an affair right now? I can't hear you, but I knew to start asking that, to start saying that when your question was complete. I I noticed that, too. I mean, good grief. Every time. That guy. is so clear. That was so slimy. And then. And and yet, he has sold 1.7 million books. Wow. Yeah, but. 1.7 million. What a jerk. In a time when you have a hard time selling 100,000 books. mm -hmm. And so people. People bought in, unfortunately. And the other thing to do in an interview, when you're having these technical difficulties, and mm-hmm. everybody does this, yes, um, when you can't hear um, the host, mm-hmm. you just be like, ah, just you know what, I'm out. See you later. So y'all <laughs> yeah. have a good day. I can't hear the question. <laughs> uh, why, why am I even Yeah, that? yeah. Right in the middle of the interview. You don't wait. And you don't say, hey, can, is somebody going to be able to fix this? Wait around for a minute. No, he's just out. He's out because he, he was being challenged and he was being shown to be a, the fraud that he is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Dave in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey. Yes, hello. Uh, you fellas missed a chance at a church here in the Poconos in Pennsylvania to have your AR-15s blessed. Hmm. They ha- uh, the church is run by the son of that uh, preacher, uh, Korean preacher that was popular some years ago. And anyway, they had hundreds of people from all over the country showed up with their AR-15s today uh, to get them blessed, and nobody got hurt. Wow. And, and the TV station showed all the protesters there. There were, oh, 15 or 20 of them at least. <laughs> So nobody was uh, killed by the AR-15s, just going nuts? Not a, no. In fact, hmm. after they got done with their ceremony, they're, they're having a big uh, picnic and stuff this afternoon. So. Oh, that sounds nice. All right. Thanks, Dave. Hmm. Uh, I heard that was going to happen, and I'm surprised it actually went off with it without a hitch yeah. because uh, people get crazy over that kind of stuff. They get nuts. And they just go, they go start raving mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, and guns. I mean, mm-hmm. they're always just shooting off at random times. You can't imagine, mm-hmm. like, a, you just never all know. of them getting gathered in one spot. I mean, right. that was a bullet dodge. You're taking a heck of a chance. Pun intended. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Joined now by Brad Staggs. Well, when you get more than three guns in one place, it's a gang. And I mean, that's uh-huh. true. <laughs> That's, you, that's you know what happens. Bad things. I do think that I may have the answer, though, to uh, what was in uh, Michael Wolf's uh, ear. Oh, well, I think I know why. I mean, I can't believe that <laughs> neither of you yeah. connected the dots uh-huh. on that's this why, one. That's why, why you're here. In. That's why you come in to tell us. That's why you're here. <sighs> that's why I am the heavy hitter. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that it was probably earwax. Uh-huh. That had impacted in his ear, mm-hmm. and he was unable then to hear the questions. Mm-hmm. Well, he heard <laughs> all the rest, though. Right, but that it was so, that cri- what that you witnessed moment. was the critical moment when where you need to wax all, RX yeah. system, okay. where yeah. everything just goes. Whoop. Wow! It was the coalescing moment. We're that, really fortunate to see that very yeah. moment. Very wow. rarely do you ever well, see that yeah. on live television. That's very true. It was that that was the mm. instant that all that earwax <laughs> went. Stoop. 
and just <laughs> it, it it solidified. Solidified, in his ear. yeah. And, and you know what made it worse was probably shoving that earpiece into uh, the ear. Canal. Exactly, that had definitely a contributing factor to it, uh, and, and as well. But I did want to issue a warning today, and, and we will tell uh, him how to get the uh, the wax out of his ears. But I did want to issue a warning because we did discuss some of the uh, reviews of Wax RX, and one gentleman says he uh, used the uh, system. Worked perfectly. He had been using a water pick on his ears. Do not use a water pick in your ear. You ever mm-hmm. used a water pick? No. Oh, that thing will... Not can, on my ears. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it's powerful. You don't mm-hmm. use a water pick on your ears. Go to usewaxrx.com. Get the three-step system. It's got the squirt. Get the water in there, but not at eight zillion miles an hour. <laughs> It won't puncture your eardrum, as I'm sure a water pick could, if set on full. Do not use a water pick. Go to uh, usewaxrx.com. Get the wax out so you can hear the question next time you are interviewed. Usewaxrx.com. Use promo code radio for free standard shipping. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three or at uh, Pat Unleashed. T T T Tunko T Tunko says if Dick Sporting Goods is going to self self regulate, what do they need Congress to act for? Oh, really good question. They don't, um, and that is an interesting. Point though, if everybody stopped selling AR-15s, that'd be pretty effective gun control right there. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be one company out there making a boatload of cash. Yeah, <laughs> that's called the free market. Free market. Free market. Uh, GD Chapel. Maybe Seven Eleven should stop selling hot dogs because <laughs> Jeffy bought hamburgers at Walmart. Makes as much sense. <laughs> Uh, Rocky with an eye, that was the slippery slope that started with Obama. Any criticism toward him and his policies automatically made you a racist. Any criticism against the survivors like David Hogg and the nonsense he said means that you want children to die. Yeah, that seems plausible. Yep, yep. Uh, Just to muck and fetch as a girl? Just to muck and fetch as a girl. I didn't, didn't, did you even know that? I I did not. As a girl, I'm offended by you saying Obama throws like a girl. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. By the way, we have him... uh, we have, throws, vi- we have a video? We, the video of him working out. Oh, okay. That we got. All right. Yeah. Cool. We should also look for one of the, the, one of the throwing pitches. the baseball. Yeah, yeah one of the, the first pitches because yeah. that is true. amazing. It's amazing to watch this athlete throw a baseball. Uh, all right. Let's see the workout, though, because I'm interested. Look at him. I mean, that's. Look at him. That is a chiseled athlete right there. First class (laughs) athlete. Mike says Oprah's 2020 campaign slogan You live in a gulag. You live in a gulag. You live in a gulag. (laughs) I don't know if I I understand that. Uh, Sorry, Uh, I'm. 
I, I'm being mesmerized by uh, this first pitch video that I'm finding here. I know pleasure. that's so bad. It's so bad. You forget how bad that thing is. It's. I mean, he like he he rocks his hands back and forth because he's like, okay, I have never, I've never thrown, thrown a, ball. a baseball in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Do so I just rock my hands? Okay, ready, set, and go. We're trying to get this ready for y'all. It is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he agreed to throw out a first pitch. Why would you do that when you're so... Because you're fooling yourself. Terrible You want the it. attention. It's opening day, Washington, D.C. You're the president yeah. of the United States. I mean, somebody should have taught him to throw, or if he knew he was going to throw like that, don't do it. Because then you've got, you're going to be compared to George W. Bush. Who can throw a ball? I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Can, they, can we get a, a shot good enough on that? Okay, here we go. Look at this. Watch this. What do I do? Rock, All right, warm up. Rock, warm up. Okay. Rock, now, here rock, it comes. Here it comes. All right. Throw the ball, man. Oh, no, <laughs> oh is that? Don't it's throw em- it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> that was the president of the United States. That's embarrassing. Ugh. Jeez. From a guy who we heard over and over and over and over. Super athlete. Right. I mean, this guy's an athlete. He's, first of all, he's chiseled like a Greek god. But secondly, he's an athlete. I mean, this guy could be in the NBA right now. He should be playing against LeBron James. <laughs> the guy is that good. He's an athlete. Seriously. And no. And you, you no. and I would not be giving him crap if it was just like, all right, there he is. We'd be laughing at him, right? We would just mm-hmm. be having fun. He's obviously not an athlete. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh. But, if I mean, you're going to build up this mystique about how uh, you're right. just this Greek god of the That's baseball the diamond. Then you know what? You're gonna get this shown to the world. Oh, he deserves it totally. Absolutely. Because the buildup was ridiculous. This guy plays basketball every day. He's out golfing all the time. He was one of the stars on his basketball team in Hawaii, one of the best schools. I'm trying to think, what was it? It was uh, what was the school's name? Punahou, right? He was yeah. He went yeah, to Punahou. Yep. Yep. And, and they are a uh, high school power in uh, football, and I believe in basketball as well. Mm. But he sat the bench. <laughs> he didn't play very much. Why? Because he's no good. That's why. I mean, bless his heart for trying. That's It's great, but don't tell us that you're an amazing athlete. Mm. Don't build it up like, like you're, you are not going to believe this guy's skills. Not mm. only is he a fantastic Marxist, but he's also... An unbelievable athlete. Guy could play in the NBA or pitch in the major leagues. But you know what? He instead mm. decided that he wanted to give America wanted to make a, difference. a life Keith. of public service. Right. That's Yes. You know what? He dedicated himself to the American people. That's what he did instead. Could he have gone into, into professional sports in any number of sports? Yes. And could he have made tens of millions of dollars in his respective sport? Of course he chose not to. No. He's so selfless. He loves America. He loves America. He loves it. Okay. Uh, what do you think of this Ryan Seacrest thing? I uh, I am really bummed out right now for Ryan Seacrest because, first of all, I like the guy. Mm-hmm. He seems like a, he's, a, he's a good guy. And uh, I don't believe that he was sexually harassing this um, hairstylist or the makeup person at E!, because he did an investigation, a month's long, like two or, two or three month investigation, and found 
They said no evidence of any wrongdoing. No evidence. Okay, if the guy is a serial harasser, if he's continuing to do this stuff for six years, wouldn't you think they'd find some evidence of it? I would. They found none. And yet, it's everywhere now. It's out there. He's denied it repeatedly. And he said, look, I was cleared by invest an investigation. He's going to be on the red carpet again for E. And publicists are now saying, yeah, we're going to advise our clients not to go anywhere near him. He's just been accused. He hasn't been found guilty of anything. And the guy went through a due process with his company, not in the court system, but with his company, and was exonerated, and still, still, you can't have anything to do with him? That's not America. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Ray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety I to show you this ridiculous video Uh-oh. from John Tester of Montana and Cory Booker from New Jersey. Two senators going, they're, they're, they're playing a really intense one-on-one basketball game. And then they make this brilliant point on net neutrality. Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Time's running down the clock. Time's on the clock. What, what do we need them to do? We need them to put this online showing you missing shots. <laughs> Here we go. Shots, not the internet, baby. 50, 50, Here we go. Oh, this is your internet without new, so net, neutrality. net neutrality. Keeping a free and open internet is so Shut close up. right now to being saved. So the big internet service providers can't tack on additional fees. They can't throttle speeds. They can't block websites. Uh-huh. A free yeah. and open internet is essential to any throttling. That's what we have right now, dummies. That Montana and New Jersey are two states where on the state level they're taking concrete actions to save the internet, but that's not enough. We need one more senator. One more senator gets us to 51, and we can force the Senate to vote on this issue to ensure that we have a free and open internet going forward. And so that's where you come in. We just need one more. Help us by posting this video, encouraging your friends to call their senators. You call your (laughs) senator. Don't do it. Let's put the pressure on to save the open, free, fair internet as we know it. What do we have now? What do we have? We do the right thing, man. We keep the internet free and open. That's great. 
and then maybe I, we never have to come back to this basketball court again and embarrass myself. Well, I'm glad you said that, and I didn't have to. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah, why don't you work on, I don't know, eating a salad from time to time, John? <laughs> I was going to say, man, <laughs> Tester looks like he's about to have a heart attack right there on camera. That was scary, but I will say he can shoot the ball for a fat uh-huh. guy. Yeah, he, so he can shoot the ball. So the cute thing was because because Corey Booker thought we were really invested in who oh, won, who, we who's going to win who's going to win this one on one, and then the ball goes in the air, and oh no, it's a little circle of death. We're just circles. Oh, oh no. no, we don't know if the shot went it's or loading. not. How and often does that happen to you at home now? Uh, How often does that happen to you at work now? I mean, in two thousand one, it did. <laughs> in nineteen ninety eight, it happened all the time. Mm-hmm. Since high-speed internet, I almost never have that situation. Mm-hmm. I never have that happen. I mean, rare. It's I never is probably overstated. It's rare. I'm happy with the inter- internet. Yeah. The, the internet has been fine, and this net neutrality thing is not what made it fine. The internet has been free and open forever. It doesn't need the government involved in it. But John Tester, from the, oh, conservative state of Montana, <laughs> right. getting together with Cory Booker oh, yeah. <laughs> from the equally conservative state of New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Jeez. I, that's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. If you live in Montana, I, I, what are you thinking? What are you doing? Why are you sending these Democrats to office all the time? I mean, wasn't Max Baucus enough? The guy turned in and originally electing Max Baucus in like 1976, I think, mm. wasn't a bad thing. He was pretty conservative for a Democrat, but that was 40 years ago. Max Baucus turned into a left-wing kook, a guy who uh, really wanted single-payer health care yeah. and was pushing it. <clears throat> now you got John Tester, too. Stop sending Democrats to Washington in a in a conservative state. I, I just I, I don't understand why that happens in Montana so often. What is going on? Ah, oh, it's agonizing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty thirty three ninety three. I'm gonna play another agonizing clip for you. Oh no. Wait, what? This is uh this happened on uh <laughs> what is it? I think it's called GPS with Fareed Zakaria. Oh, um, and just those words should let you know that you're in for something really tasty. Yeah, if it's, it's if it's from Fareed uh, and his GPS show, it's got to be good. <laughs> Fareed and the GPS show? Yeah. I mean, they're talking about illegal immigration. Fareed actually makes a point here. Well, it is illegal. So... <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what, as absurd as this world is, just having somebody, anybody saying a fact like that, well, you know. Especially uh, on the left. Especially on the left. If somebody on the left, like Fareed Zakaria, says, well, you know what, I mean, they do have a point. It is illegal. But but yes, I don't want to diminish the point that, yes, it's someone on the left saying that. But the fact that anybody would state a fact that is so unpopular as that. Right. Thank you. Listen to what the guy says. Generally like the idea is this the whole issue of um, undocumented immigrants and the breaking of the law. That 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 okay. it's one thing to support immigration. It's mm-hmm. another to reward 
law-breaking. How do you get around that issue? These people <laughs> did break the law, Steve. Okay! I mean, from Fareed Zakaria? That's like mana just fell out of the sky. Right. <laughs> We're picking up little pieces of mana all over the morning dew. It's just, mm. it's, that's amazing. <laughs> and then comes the response. Uh-oh. Well, well, the whole question of who is, an, who is illegal and legal in this country right. mm-hmm. depends on your interpretation of the status quo for crimes. <laughs> In the world, the, well, the whole question of uh, it's illegal and legal in this country depends on your interpretation of the status quo of crime in this country. So, Lawless. does that mean Lawless. the whole thing about burglary being legal or illegal? That kind of depends on your interpretation of the status quo yeah. of crime in this country. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto is illegal. I mean, but that depends yeah. on your interpretation, interpretation of the status, status quo, quo of crime, crime in this, this country. country. Uh, murder. I, that's so harsh, whether it's legal or illegal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that depends, depends. on your interpretation, interpretation of the status quo of crime in this country. You can't just throw that out there. The murder is illegal. I mean, that depends. You could say that about any law. What do you mean? What are you talking about? What kind of freaky gobbledygook is that? <laughs> and there was plenty more oh, no, in this no. country. This country was stolen from the Native Americans. Stolen from We're here in California, oh, which me. was taken by force taken from by Mexico. Force. Was it? Well, let's see. What actually happened? Mm. Should we review once again? Yes, please. <laughs> what actually happened? Some of us were absent that day. <clears throat> With Mexico. And stealing California from poor, defenseless, helpless Mexico. We were attacked on our border. They killed 12 of our soldiers in 18, I think it was 1847. And uh, there had been problems because Mexico had completely deprived the Texans of their rights. Rights that they had granted them and then took away. And so... There was troops, American troops, on the border to protect some of the Mexican, some of the Texans. Uh, at times, they were called Texians because it was Mexico and Texas. And a, a Mexican army attacked and murdered twelve guys, took over uh, one of our forts, and we retaliated with the Mexican-American War. We sent troops, and yeah, we drove Mexico. Troops all the way back to Mexico City, and we took Mexico City. And we captured the capital of their country. At that point, we said, okay, uh, look, we're going <laughs> to keep the land north of your actual Mexican border. We're, we're going to take Texas, and we're going to take California, and we're going to... We're going to take the rest of it, too. But here's the thing. We're going to pay you $30 million for it. Yeah, but you Who stole does it. that? But you stole it. Yeah, we stole it. <laughs> we signed a treaty with them. We're going to give you Mexico back, okay? Even though we won it fair and square in a war. <laughs> now, who gives back land that they win fair and square in a war? I'm sorry. There is no indigenous people on any country's land. Virtually every country in this world is peopled by a group who wasn't there originally. 
they came in and took the land from somebody. Right? I mean, nobody is indigenous to where they are now. Stop with that. Why are we the only ones held to that standard? Well, you didn't live here in 890,000 BC. Well, no, but nobody did. Stop it. You got to end this bullcrap somewhere. I got to draw the line somewhere. And I draw the line at we signed a treaty with Mexico to give them Mexico back. We said we're going to pull out completely of Mexico City all the way back to the border of Texas. And it's yours again. Okay? We didn't have to do that. Not only that, but in the land we won north of your border, we're going to pay you for it. We just beat your ass. And we're going to pay you for it. Who does that? And we paid him $30 million more for it. And then we purchased the New Mexico Territory from them. I mean, that's unbelievable. We didn't have to do that. We didn't steal. We did not steal anything. If you want to cancel the Treaty of Guadalajara, you don't get Texas back. We get Mexico back. Mexico, all the way to Mexico City, is ours. So shut up about stealing your land. And by the way, it was only Mexico for 15 years before the war with with Texas. It was Spanish land for 300 before that. Does Spain have a more legitimate claim to it than Mexico does? Well, I don't know. They owned it for 300 years. Well, they stole it from the Mayans and the Aztecs. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Yeah, they did. But who took it from them? Not the Mayans and the Aztecs, some other group of people. I, I, this is such insanity. I just can't take it. I just can't take the stolen land thing. Ugh, man. So one could argue one could argue everybody that. is here illegally everybody except the Native here. Americans. Except and so the Native point, Americans. So if you, but but what, that's, a, that's a long time ago. And, exactly. Know, right? So what point, what is the statute of limitations? There are people who have been here for decades and decades. you got to be kidding me. Who have been Seriously? contributing and have been good parts of the, uh, uh, the country mm-hmm. and, and committing felonies. parts of their community. Yeah, they've been, I mean, for decades they've been committing identity fraud and theft or tax evasion. It's impossible to do to, to not do one of those if you're here illegally. you got to be also doing those. You're either committing identity fraud and theft or you're doing tax evasion. Which is it? You chose. So it's wonderful that they've been doing that for decades. That makes it better. So what point okay. do their contributions mm-hmm. morph over into the, okay, they're part of our family, they're part of our community. At there are no 11 point. million people here who are contributing to the economy. It's far more than that. They are contributing the to the country. And they're also causing problems. Hmm. They're also costing the country oh, a lot. Angels, every one of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> they, are, they are. They're all good, hardworking family yeah, people. Yeah, that's why they come here. I take here. it back, and they, they can't be separated from their families. So, mm-hmm. All right. Oh, jeez. That is just... I mean, these people are agonizing. Where do they come from? Well, uh, legal or legal. That, that depends on uh, your interpretation of the status quo <laughs> of the okay. laws. Of the, of the, of the laws. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know what is great though? Real estate agents I trust. Because if you want to sell your home and you want to get the most money out of it, and who doesn't? You want to sell it quickly. Um, because maybe you have to sell your own home before you're able to buy another one and, and it can be a really tough uh transition. Glenn and Tanya have been through it and it didn't work out well for them and they had a bad realtor. And so they didn't want that ha- to happen to you. 
So they decided to put together a network, and the network winded up wound up being over 1,200 agents across the country that are qualified by Glenn's team based on their experience and their marketing plans, their character, and what kind of results do they have. And another big key is, are they fans of the show? Why is that important? Well, because then they generally have the same principles and values you do. This is really good people, and they do a great job for their customers. These are great realtors. So if you need to sell your house and you need to do it fast and you want to get the most money out of it, or maybe you're looking to buy, they can help you with that too. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Here. All right, the uh, Oprah Winfrey, you get a gulag and you get a gulag and you get a get to live in a gulag thing was explained to us. Apparently, she does that with a car. You get a car and you get a right, car. Right, when they did the thing, yeah. So we're not big enough Oprah fans to have understood that. That was above our heads, but yeah, that, that, now uh, we get it. Well, that now might we be her it. campaign slogan. Mm-hmm. You um, get a gulag. Oprah 2020, mm-hmm. you get a car. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, that means you'll get votes with that. Yeah, promise. oh yeah. Uh, she's, she'd be a nightmare. <clears throat> if yep. Oprah Winfrey runs, I will be the biggest Trump fan on the face of this planet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I'm gonna. I mean, I'll love him like he's my daddy. He. I. That will be. What a nightmare that would be if she ever thinks she heard yes from God to run. Mm-hmm. Look out. And that would be look um, out the, the God that she met in Jeremiah Wright's church. I'd like to remind you. I guess. Yeah, the collective salvation one. Mm. Or she said there was a million different ways to get back. Uh, to God, so which which one would lead you there? I don't know. Uh, in her mind, I, I'm not sure. The one in a new car. Yeah, that's how you get back. Okay, all right. Hmm. Well, she said no, there's a million ways. Seriously, she has been packaged for decades. You know, along uh, along the same. Think back uh, to to when you first um, became aware of who Donald Trump was. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much no. I mean, around the same time that Oprah started making a splash, she was a little bit later. But my goodness, she has this image that you go to the average person on the street, they're not going to know about what no. she has said about no, no. collective salvation. They just love or, her. Yes. They, they just blindly love her and everything she says. It should be a warning sign to them that so many left-wing people are saying, hey, Oprah would be great, Oprah would be great, but I don't know that they pay attention enough to know about that. Nope. It's a frightening thought. That that's Yeah, that's a <clears throat> bad plan there. Uh, let's go to Chris in Montana. Chris, you're on the blaze. Hi. 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 How are you? Good. Um, to answer your tester question. Yeah, why Montanans keep sending people like tester? It's it's Missoula. It's the liberal town. It's the college town. Oh boy. Yeah, Helena. That's the problem. Helena's pretty liberal too. We have too. conservatives all over the place, mm-hmm. but then Missoula is <clears throat> screws it all up, and that's how come that. Idiots back in there. <sighs> if we could just remove also, Missoula from Montana. Nobody wants Oprah. Are you kidding? Nobody? <laughs> uh, are you sure about that? 
<laughs> I am positive. She's lost a lot of bass, man. Really? She lost a lot of bass a long time ago. I hope that's true, because uh, I'm pretty worried about her. She's she's still fairly popular. You remember popular. she went on a yacht trip with Hanks and oh, her yeah. and Obama? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a huge so what were they talking about? friend of Obama's. Oh, probably this, probably running in 2020. Uh, one of them, you know, either Hanks or Oprah or who can beat Trump. That's probably what they were talking about. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot for the call, Chris. So Missoula is the problem. Is that right? Yeah. Well, why don't you do something about that, dude? You have some time. Right? We should force Missoula to secede from Montana and become part of Washington. Okay, because it'd fit right into Washington. So would Helena, for that matter. The capital city. Why is Helena liberal? Because the state government is there. Mm. And so Helena is really liberal, too. So where are the conservatives? <laughs> yeah, where are the conservatives are in Montana? The, Up in the mountains? Are they, or, I don't, are they I guess. hiding? And they come down to vote every I, now and I then, but not often know. enough. What's going on up there, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because that was like one of the first places <clears throat> where they were pushing uh, transgender bathrooms in schools. Yeah. was Montana. That's right. And I remember that That's news right. story. And I go, wait, what? Montana? I know. We're always talking about Montana as if it's a bastion of conservatism, mm. but it's not really. They keep electing people like John Tester. Mm. They elect uh, Democrat governors uh, consistently. In fact, is the governor right now Republican or Democrat in Montana? Mm. Uh, eh, we'll look. The Montana governor, Steve Bullock, he's a Democrat. Yeah, I knew it. I thought so anyway. I thought I thought so. So they sent a Democrat senator and they've got a Democrat governor. They're not. I don't think you keep seeing Montana is... Conservative. I don't think they're as conservative as you think they are. Hold on a second. You know, like when you go to like a Wikipedia page and it's like, mm-hmm. he's the 190th governor, blah, blah, blah of this state. It's only mm-hmm. the 24th governor of Montana? You've only had 24 governors? Wow. Such a wow. young baby state. Um, <laughs> so here's your, uh, you've had, uh, yeah, your last two Demo- uh, governors have been Democrat. Basically since uh, 2004, they've been going Democrat uh, <clears throat> governors mm-hmm. only became a state in 1889 still you would think there'd be more baby more state. than 24 since then right uh cameron in idaho you're on the blaze hi hey yo fat hey how you doing over there this is sheriff israel <laughs> i hear you guys got this douche award what i want to know is when are my amazing efforts gonna qualify me as a Hall of Fame douche, <laughs> I think that I at least deserve a chance. Uh-huh. And if you don't think I deserve that prestigious douche award, <laughs> you just remember your fists and butts were candy and nuts. Sheriff uh-huh. Fizz might have been competent at sheriffing in Florida. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, uh, Cameron. Appreciate it. <sighs> Wait, can't who's Oh, I mean, what Sheriff Israel. I mean, where did you get that's, that? Name? That's what I mean, huh. Sheriff Israel. No, I think so, he's definitely uh, uh, definitely yeah. qualifies. Um, you know, if it's and butts were candies and nuts, and then then uh, OJ Simpson would be in the record books over there, and over there, and also still be in the record books. I mean, and cats and uh, could give birth to kittens in an oven, <laughs> but but that don't make them biscuits. That don't make them biscuits. So. Keep that in mind.
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh I wanna I've been looking at this all morning thinking, how are we gonna get to I'm just gonna get to it. Uh after a panel at Portland State described the biological differences between men and women, there was a little problem. Uh, and we have some audio and, and I think video of that. And here's, here's what happened at Portland State. Men and women are different on height. They're different on muscle mass. They're different on where fat is deposited on our bodies, right? Our brains are also different. So there are some binaries. Oh, wow. Security! That's not okay. Even the women in there have been brainwashed. Should not listen to fascism. It should not be tolerated in civil society. Nazis are not welcome in civil society. Uh, uh, oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, it's over. It's so we're done. A woman says that there are differences between men and women. And she's called a Nazi for it. She's a fascist for it. The differences between men and women. Okay, really? You're a Nazi if you recognize that there are differences between men and women. What the? What is going in the, on with these kids? And the reason I reacted the way I did... Wow. We've heard of people being offended by just comments like that, which is snowflake. That's a problem in of itself. But now, wow. now, now you're a Nazi. Now your fascism has no place in a civilized society. You know, a society where we point out facts about men and women. Yeah. By, have you ever had biology, kid? I, ever? Have you, I don't know, been in a biology class? Wait, have you ever seen a woman? Um, because I think you'd notice there's some differences there. Mm. Just saying. I'm scared. I guess that makes me a Nazi. Will you hold me? No. During the break? Mm-mm. Just for like a second. Uh-uh. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. That must mean it's uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Good stuff from Barack Obama with his secret speech, right? I mean, oh, oh man, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Hey, I am in love if with you that. Want diversity on your sports teams? You can get it. Like there, because there isn't. You know, there's so. Milk toast now. Well, right? reason reason had uh, gave the five things Barack Obama said in his weirdly off the record MIT speech. I think my favorite was number four of the five that they mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, diversity isn't about uh, charity or political correctness; it's just common sense. Um, he didn't comment on the Me Too movement specifically, but he did stress that it should be top priority for companies to make women feel safe and respected at work, give them equal pay for equal work, and make an effort to actually listen to what they're saying. If women are afraid to speak up or are talked over by men, a 
a good boss should call on them and ask their opinions. And Obama said that that was the approach we took it while I was in office, and it helped him get through eight years without a major scandal. <laughs> eight years without a major scandal. Huh. I mean, I can't think of anything uh, that comes to mind. I, well, I know. That's Fast what I'm saying. You can't. Whoa, what's I that? mean, that's a movie, dude. What are you Benghazi. Doing? Uh, that's a city. Uh, you got nothing. Uh, the email scandal happened under his watch. I mean, you're. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Not a major scandal? I mean, it's not like he paid off a terrorist nation with cash on a tarmac somewhere in a desert. There was that, too. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I said it's not like that. He also thinks uh, Google and Facebook are a public good as well as a commercial enterprise and oh, should boy. consider whether they are corroding our democracy. Wait, whoa, whoa, public good. And we should consider whether this is a democracy. Maybe the <laughs> former president of the United States should consider that. Uh, could this guy even Come have a on, secret man. meeting? Just, oh, I can't take it. it. I just I never. Can't take but it. wait a minute. Wait. When you say public, that almost makes me think of a public utility. Maybe I'm totally misreading that. But mm, uh, so the public good. Uh, I wonder if his uh, mm. if his little cronies that run those corporations would be willing to just hand those over to the public. <clears throat> I'm sure they'd be fine with that. Google, Facebook. They're darn near that anyway now, really. Right? I mean, seriously. They're darn near Okay, then they can start sending the checks to my house. Well, you are happy to receive benefits from Mm. our democracy, our government. (laughs) And uh, that's that's what you're getting. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, Papa John's. Mm -hmm. No more NFL sponsorship. Have a nice day. Pulled the plug. A joint statement Tuesday, sort of. the pizza company said the league said they made a mutual decision to end their official league sponsorship. Right. They're, so they still have the... the they're going to do the local Yeah, uh, they have, the, like, teams. I think, 20 teams or something that they sponsor. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I find it... Uh, but they still, they're not going to be able to use, you know, the NFL logos or the Super Bowl. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to have any of that, mm-hmm. which, is, which is pretty good. I know Shatner uh, directly linked the NFL, you know, Chatner, Papa John, the former CEO. But uh, the NFL leadership has heard Papa John's uh, Schnatter, what did I say? You said Chatner. No, William Chatner. No, he's not the former CEO of Papa John's. He's not. He'd probably like to be, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. Uh, He he was quoted as the NFL leadership has hurt Papa John's shareholders. The NFL is a long and valued partner over the years, but we're certainly disappointed that the NFL and its leadership did not resolve the ongoing situation to the satisfaction of all parties long ago. I should have nipped this in the bud a year and a half ago. He's right about that. Now, it's like a wildfire. He's exactly right about. Congratulations that. are in order to uh, Pizza Hut, <laughs> who has been uh, announced as the official pizza of the NFL. <laughs> that was quick. That was right there, baby. That deal was already on the table. Yes, table. it was. Count on that. And uh, congratulations also to uh, Johnny Walker because they're. Uh, <sighs> I hate companies that are in business to make money. Right. Okay. Right. Man, they piss me off. Yeah. Uh, they are the first time ever the top-headed man who appears on bottles of Johnny Walker whiskey is being replaced by a woman. <laughs> the special time, edition right? bottles will go mm-hmm. on sale in U.S. in March to coincide with Women's History Month. An International Women's Day. Wait, there's a Women's History Month? Yeah. Really? I mean, duh. Okay, but I, uh, they're the, the same. Why, well, why, why do we have to have Some of the comments a... really piss me off, though. Because uh-huh. I don't see this as a symbol of gender equality. Uh, her wrote to Deanna Pardo, whose Twitter biography describes her as a communications consultant. All I see is a marketing strategy to increase <laughs> sales. 
That's what they do. So now it's never it's never enough, right? I mean, we've talked we've talked about that forever. It's never enough, and this is proof positive. I mean, good for Johnny Walker. I mean, they could have done it years ago, really. I mean, it's just a you know, it's kind of a cute little thing, you know, Jane Walker, Jane Walker whiskey. Whatever. Be, so right, stupid. right. Whatever. I mean, and if you, it's a good deal. And really, I mean, if it helps increase sales a little bit. Whatever. Good. I don't care. Right. I mean, that's what they do. I've, just, I've been so beaten down today. I, <laughs> I don't care. But I mean, that's, that's what they do. I can't care about the Jane Walker it thing. It drives me insane. I got no caring left in my body today. Just today? Like, do you like, rejuvenate at night while you sleep? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll no. see if my caring rejuvenates or not. I, right now, I don't care about really? Jane Walker. I don't care. Yes. I know, but. You know, I don't care. He doesn't care. But he's, go ahead. He's hurting. We talk about it. I don't care. He's hurting. Mm-hmm. Jeffy, mm-hmm. what should we do? We should intervention or something uh, just because some lady said mm-hmm. that the woman who said there were differences between a man and a woman was brainwashed just because there was <laughs> yes. a there just because there was, an, uh, i'm sorry <clears throat> a human that appeared to be a lady mm-hmm. uh, said you. that the lady was uh was was no, brain was brainwashed uh-huh. just because there was a a, per, a human that appeared to be male right uh, say that there's no place in civil society for nazis <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. because she, this lady at pointed the out panel differences in between Portland men and pointed women. out differences between men and women. I mean, yeah, yeah. is that what's got? That's yes. That, that, <laughs> that was the straw that broke the back of my caring. Oh, no. So I can't yes. give you oh, just no. like a little kiss, a little Hershey's kiss here to make it no. better. Oh, no. That doesn't help. No, 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 no. What you don't no. want one either? Mm-mm. I didn't say that. I didn't say it wouldn't <laughs> help me. I said it wouldn't help Pat. Here, here, catch it. There you go. Thank you. Uh, congratulations, new shark. A new shark has been discovered. Oh, nice. All right. Lur- lurking in the darkness with large green eyes and six gill sharks. Now, I love this because they're making a big deal out of this new shark. And uh, Toby Daly Engel, a shark biologist at the Florida Institute of Technology, is so happy. Uh, researchers determined that the big eye six gill shark in the Atlantic Ocean, specifically Belize and northern Gulf of Mexico and the Bahamas, differ genetically from their counterparts in the Pacific and Indian Oceans. <laughs> discovering a brand new living fossil and i mean that's great right i mean you think mm-hmm. oh a new shark a mm-hmm. new shark yeah it's pretty cool they look exactly like other six gill sharks except on the genetic level <laughs> where they look very different yeah mm. so mm. i mean that's a brand new shark <laughs> right are we sure come on aren't they the same nope hmm no. They look Their like the other six gill sharks, but the genetics are different. Keith, right. man, okay. Keith, are you stupid? <laughs> wow, wow. I thought they I were mean, the modern same. sharks wow. have five gill slits, yeah, but the last remaining primitive sharks have six and Can seven. Can you believe he's saying sharks slits. are all the same? I know. I, I mean, they we, look there's the no same, place right? for this I mean, Nazism. I mean, if you're a Florida angler, you know that you're prohibited from harvesting big eye six gill sharks in state waters. So right. And I won't oh, yeah. hear you saying that they're the same, Keith. And yeah, I won't listen to your fascism. Pretty there's no place for Nazis There's no place in for civil Nazis. society. Everything about them is the there's same. There's no place for Nazis. No, no place for Nazis. No place for Nazis. We shut them down. We shut them down. And he was down to nothing. Yeah. He was Good down job. on the ground. Good job. Way to go. We <laughs> shouted him down. And also, uh, if there was ever a, a, a time, if there was ever a, a point in your life when you thought that, you know, I probably should be against mm-hmm. 
robotic sex toys. You should be against them. Yeah, if there's ever a time in your life that you think you should be against them, Uh you might want to rethink that. Because this story uh, talks (laughs) about a man who's using, uh, a Japanese man, using an anglerfish stomach to pleasure himself with. Oh, good golly. Uh, oh man! <laughs> so if you're if you're at the point in your life when you're thinking, you know, this anglerfish stomach looks pretty good. Yeah, uh, you might want to rethink. You might need a robot. You might need a robot. Why? I mean, why? Now, What's the problem with it? <laughs> what could now he thought that, look, he said he thought the stomach might infect him. <laughs> Okay. Oh, he did. Have, so he doused okay. it with ethanol and salt. Oh, that's smart, and, right? Which is smart, except you don't really want those two ingredients inside your, to your thing. Thing. What is happening <laughs> in this so, world? So now us. he has uh, uh, he has an inflammation us. of the urethra. No. <laughs> yes. No, he, has, he doesn't. Yes, he does, and he's had the course of antibiotics. <laughs> He's oh got to rub an ointment on his thing every day oh. before he before he urinates. I mean, it's. You know, it's, it's a parasitic infection. Oh, you got a parasite from it? Oh, man. But he's now, learned his lesson. But now. He's learned his lesson now. He's learned well, his lesson. Think, you'd think he would be the first one in line saying, yeah. robotic sex toys, <laughs> yeah. robotic <laughs> sex toys. When, no. when asked, he said, ooh, uh, no, I'm considering taking, uh, taking a run at a squid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't okay. take it! So what's his sick thing with fish? I don't know. I don't know. get it. That's I mean, really... I... I know uh, at some point in the last few years, we heard that uh, from one of our presidents mm-hmm. that we should yeah. uh, live together yeah. oh, well. with fish, right? I mean, I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> Apparently, Apparently that's not, not true. That's, that's not, not true. true. Well, short term. I mean, there's going to be a payback eventually. He's got he's to revise that. <laughs> well, I thought a human being and fish can yes. coexist peacefully, but I, I mean, guess not. Because co- uh, now uh, well, they can have- coexist. They just can't uh, mate. Well, I mean, isn't that part of coexisting? Is mating? <laughs> yes. Isn't that part of coexisting? I mean, if you can't mate with them, can you really get along? I don't know. And by the I way, and, and this and this this is particularly <laughs> weird because actually, I mean, uh, That's really, the freaky. fish aren't alive, right? I mean, this was the this was an angler not, yeah. fish stomach. Yeah. Well, he poured alcohol and salt yeah. in it. It had to be dead. And he talked about and the squid he's talking about having to run at is going to be dead too. So I mean, I don't know what kind of how long you got to be out at sea. Wow. To decide wow. decide. You know, can, can we send you know him something? That squid is looking good. <laughs> <laughs> How long? How long at sea would it take, Pat? Uh, before you were to say, you forever. know. It'd be forever. You know, yeah. I know, you know, <laughs> I know a couple years ago that anglerfish pissed me off, but that squid's looking good. I mean, that's just sticky. It just, just becomes just celibate is. at that point. You're, just, <laughs> you're messed up in the head somewhere. Something Absolutely. Happened. Something happened to you. I don't know what, but uh, something's not right there. And if you can't say that anymore, whoa, whoa, know, whoa, Nazi, whoa, 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 Nazi in the house. I know. And listen, there's no place in civil society, but you've already been shut down on that. That's right. That's right. So you but shut wait, up. No, you can't come back. No, no. now we're in the, uh, the Nazi no. can't come back club. from no, that. Okay? No, I can't. Speaking of not being able to come back, you know, you brought up on when you were doing your segment on Glenn show about Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I brought it up you on know, this show as well. Um, oh well, of course. Thanks you for have. listening. I mean, oh, I listened to every word. Right, I just right, I right. had to run to the of restroom. Course, obviously, I mean, I didn't, obviously. I, Here you go, Jeffy. Here's so. another kiss for you. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Holy cow! One person, uh, uh, it's and you're gonna you're gonna ruin this guy, Ryan Seacrest, who's mm-hmm. built. I mean, he's built a machine. He's built an empire. 
He's built a machine around himself. Mm-hmm. And he's not like he's off playing in the wheat field somewhere. I mean, he's, the man's got a schedule. <laughs> he's a busy man. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's working his tail off. Yep. And I find it difficult to believe that this guy who's built this empire. Me too. Would risk it on something uh, like this. On something like this. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And his company did a months-long investigation and found no, they said, no evidence of any wrongdoing. So. So I'm sorry. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he didn't do it. It's over. He Thank didn't do you. it. It's over. Leave him alone. But no. No. Publicists are saying, we're directing our clients away from him at the Oscars. We're not going to have anything to do with the guy. Uh, this is, you know, and he's got American Idol about to start back up. Yeah. What's going to happen there? Are they going to drop him? It I mean, would not surprise me to see American Idol drop him at the last minute. Of course, I don't know if they they probably already filmed a lot of they stuff. They probably already have. And I think, isn't I mean, he's... I. I mean, I know that uh, uh, Simon is still producing a lot of that. I wonder. I think Ryan is involved in that production too with he his is. company. So I mean, yeah, he is still his part of his it's deal kind now. Of his right? show now. Yeah, yeah. In fact, he was the one that brought it back. He went to the network executive, said, "I want to bring it back." And they said, "All right, well, how much do you want?" And he told them, "I don't know. I forget what the figure was. I think it was ten million. Said, yeah, we no, we're not. We can't give you ten million. We'll give you five. And he went to think about that. In the meantime, they hired Katy Perry for $24 million. Right, right. That pissed him off. So he said, okay, find somebody else. They're like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. We can come to an arrangement here. We'll give you $10 million. Yeah. It's 15 now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, the guy's got some power. And still. He's doing a syndicated radio show every day. Well, I he's, mean, he's right? still on Kiss FM, right? Yeah. I mean, he's still, that's premiere. Yeah. That's still doing the premiere deal. Yeah. I mean, that. He's got E, he's got uh, American Idol, this Fox thing, he's got, uh, he's got everything. And let me tell you, he grew up in Atlanta, where I'm from, and we're almost identical in age. And I remember hearing about this kid who worked weekends on Star 94 there in Atlanta. I mean, he has been doing this forever. And I remember thinking, he has. wow, this guy, I'm playing he's only baseball on the weekends. You know? He's only 42. Yeah. Uh, he worked his way up quickly. Because he's got talent, right? He's really good, and so, so if, if you want to bring, uh, you know, want to bring someone in uh, that uh, believes they have equal talent, and that's what that's what one of the actresses said. Yes, it's time for him to step aside and have somebody with equal talent. Who is that? Well, if there is someone who, who? yeah, who? you, yeah, uh, no, uh, no, no, not not Miss What's Her Face from ABC, no, no, and and the guy's been exonerated. Get off it. Right. I'm sick of it. I'm just I'm tired of this movement, too. I mean, <laughs> I don't want anybody to be sexually harassed. I don't I, right. want that. But we've gone so ridiculously far now uh, where just the accusation, and anybody can can accuse anybody of anything. Mm-hmm. And it's now absolute. you're just done if they do. Right. You can't, it doesn't matter whether doesn't you, matter. whether it's true or not. And, and doesn't matter. Believe me, uh, obviously they've done an investigation and exonerated him right. with the with the with their I- internal investigation. Uh-huh. Um, so where do you go from here? Um, you've been exonerated. I don't, I don't know. And I mean, I guess Ryan could just go public. I mean, he's going to have to just make a statement publicly and say, "Look." Uh, I'm innocent. I hope Here's he saved his money because this could ruin him. I know. It really could. I know because, I mean, it really could. and once once one place mm-hmm. decides. They all fall. They right. all. Once one place caves, then the other guy says, well, we're going to have to It's going to be interesting too. because on the Oscars, if he doesn't step aside, 
Will they come all, to him? All of the actors have been told to avoid him. So when he's avoided completely at the Oscars, is he going to put him there again? No. No, no they're not. not. Are they going to use him anymore? Probably not. Once E gets rid of him, what does American Idol do? Right. Once American Idol does something, what does Kiss FM do? I know. Uh, it's bad. I know. And I, I mean, I it's hope. bad. I don't want Bless it to. Bless his heart. It's bad. I mean, if he didn't do this, this is really bad for him. And and if he didn't do it, he needs to stick to, I mean, go strong. I And he is. He's defending himself. Good. And you can't in this env- environment. You're supposed to say, no, I support what they're doing. I support the lies that they're telling about me. I want him to keep doing it. That's what you're supposed to right. say. No. It's not okay to say, hey, guess what? We I, don't want people to be, uh, a, 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 we don't want people to be accosted. We don't right. want people to be raped. We don't want people to be harmed. We don't want people to get shot and killed. Mm-hmm. But we want to follow the law. Yeah. What? <laughs> what law? You've been accused. Yeah. Due process, not a thing anymore. It's not a thing. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's not America anymore. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I know that um, human being yeah, well, and I, fish can coexist peacefully. That's the only thing we got going for us right there. That's the only thing. That's human beings right and fish. Can they coexist? I don't know. I don't know. I'm even a little concerned well, about that. Not without I mean, infections. Uh-huh. Even with salt and ethanol, you're still not... <laughs> You're screwed, you might say. All right, let me tell you about CosmoHurtsKids.com. Uh, this was started by Victoria Hearst. Her, her family's company is the Hearst Corporation, which publishes Cosmo Magazine, which contains porn. If you don't believe that, just take a look at the cover of Cosmo this month. Hot sex skills. Uh, and then it guides your eye to how to get and give supreme pleasure. And then on the other side of Mandy Moore, that is there prominently displayed on the cover to draw teens to her, uh, Cosmo's best quickie position ever. So if you want your kids to learn that, then eh, don't worry about it. If you don't, then maybe you go to CosmoHurtsKids.com and you sign up and you you take a look at what they're trying to do. And you know that all they want is for this the material harmful to minor laws in states to be applied to Cosmo like it is other forms of pornography. If you don't think that's pornography, uh, okay. But I do and Victoria does. And if you think it is too, then... Take a stand against pornography being sold to kids under 18 and visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. In New York City, they're paying out $180,000 to three Muslim women. Oh, no. Why? Because uh, the New York City Police Department asked them to remove their hijabs for the mug shots. Uh, wait, hold on. There's more to this, right? No. So wait. No, no more to it. The city is paying out how much? $180,000 okay. to these women. Because they were forced to take their hijabs off for a mugshot. Are you kidding me? And the police beat the women? No. Mm-mm. No, well. they just asked them to remove your mug. You got to remove the hijab so we can see your whole head. Okay, you need it for the fi- for the for the mugshot. Yeah, they sued and and they won a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. 
The cases date back as far as 2012 when a Brooklyn high school girl identified as GE. They bring good things to bringing life. Bringing good things to life. Sorry. Was arrested after a scuffle with two girls she thought were spreading rumors about her. Mm. The criminal case was dismissed, but it was the initial mug shots that mattered in the civil rights case that followed. GE, who brings good things to life, the court was taken to the 62nd pre- precinct, which covers neighborhoods like, well, it doesn't matter what neighborhoods they cover, but police there told her she'd have to take her hijab off for the mugshot. She refused, and she was taken to a private room where a female officer shot the photo inside the presence of, outside the presence of any men. Okay, so they actually fulfilled Made her accommodations. wishes. They actually accommodated her. Still got sued for $180,000. At Brooklyn Central Booking, police told her there weren't any female officers to do the picture. And the camera was in a fixed spot. So it couldn't be taken privately elsewhere. Uh, she said a male officer took her picture without her hijab. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did the camera take her soul? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know what, how that works. So wait. Uh, I'll thank you not to mock. Uh-huh. Her suit said she felt exposed, though, violated, and distraught. Because she, they saw your hair? Okay. So wait, this whole thing started because this Muslim girl beat up other girls? Is that Am I missing I, that? I, there was some altercation, yeah. Because she, she thought they were spreading rumors about her. So, so. she... Broke mm-hmm. the law? <laughs> and it is the city who pays. Isn't that wonderful? Welcome to America. Welcome to New York, specifically. We'll tell you where, I don't know, things might be a little bit better. Hard to say, though. Uh, the list of the best states in which to live. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Is there any safe space left in America from all this madness? I don't know, but there is a list of great states. Uh, the best states to live based on several factors. Sometimes the factors that they base it on are not super legitimate, but um, yeah, I'll let you be the judge. The best state in the union. What would you... Expect it to be. Oh, oh, oh. I would expect it to be Texas. Texas. Texas, of ding, course. Ding, ding, ding. Right? Uh, Iowa. <laughs> Better known for its corn, caucuses, creative writing programs. But the Hawkeye State also leads the nation in efforts to bring ultra-fast internet access to every city block and okay. every rural acre. All right. So, obviously, okay, we know some of the criteria okay. they're using. It's nice government intervention. That's great. Uh, they rank number one. Iowa is number one in infrastructure and the broadband access metric. Wait. So that makes things Wait. you know better in Iowa. Is that a yeah, broadband? And we remember how? Do you remember how oh. important high speed broadband yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the BAM, the broadband 
uh, as, what was it? The broadband something metric? Yeah, it's a broadband access, access Bam. metric. We, we found out how yeah, important yeah. that was years ago, if you remember. My name is Rhonda Locklear. Right. I'm from Pembroke. Pembroke. And I'm a member of the Lumbee Tribe oh, of Lumbee North Carolina. Tribe. North Carolina. I have two children. Children. And like any mother, well, mother, I want the best for my boys. For her boys. Mm-hmm. Jacob, my Jacob oldest, oldest, is a transferring student. It's interesting that there's no L usage here. Otis. She's her. It, it's her Jacob, her Otis. Wait, wait, is an L in there somewhere? There, I don't know. Why, not, why? In, not, in, not in her mind. There's no, no L there. No L. Otis. It's Otis. So, <laughs> O-T-I-S-T. I, I guess it's, she's just using an economy of letters, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or an economy of edders. Because... <laughs> <laughs> NC Pembroke. Pembroke. And Isaac uh-huh. is in the eighth grade at right. Pembroke Middle School. Middle School, okay. Mm-hmm. Like most families yeah. across the state right. who either don't mm-hmm. have access to high-speed internet or, who, or who can't afford, it, can't afford it, we were stuck with dial-up service in oh, our home stuck with until dial-up. two months ago. Hell two months. No. I, f- I, I love that. They were stuck with dial-up okay, because that's what they could afford, so that's what they did. They had dial-up. Stuck with it. Well, until two months ago. Now we have it. But I'm still here testifying to this committee uh, telling you we need free high-speed internet access. So until two months ago, Uh we had the entire world come into Mm -hmm. our house. Yeah. Everything we could possibly want. Mm -hmm. But it was slow. Unfortunately, it slowly came into the house. 256 baud. Yeah. It's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. I feel that this has put my family, my sons in particular. Yeah. At a severe disadvantage. Severe disadvantage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Isaac depends on the internet. Uh, he depends to on complete it. his assignments for school and, and for porn. He you often know, uses so. the internet to work on reports, reports, projects, projects, and or often or at times often to just do research. Times, research like porn. I watch him know? struggle, struggle with the dial-up oh, no. service. Oh no! And observed Don't. him get frustrated. Don't say that. Don't because say. he could not move around on the web like, like he likes and needed to do. And needed. Don't say. Seemingly that. easy assignments took Got him hard. hours to hours. complete. Hours. With it's very disheartening oh, no. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac got very upset. Got upset. Discouraged. Mm-hmm. And frustrated. And frustrated. Because he could not do what he needed to do. He couldn't do what he likes. As a mother. As a mother. It breaks my heart. Yeah, me too. And causes me to feel. Feel. That I have failed him. Well, you have. Well, you have. Failed. You should hate yourself. At least woman. until until two months ago, you failed him. You just, you flat out failed And how did they get There's out no, of that two no months prior? I don't know. You know? I mean, she doesn't really say, does did, she? Did she better her lot in life? I don't know. Did she get a pay raise and said, hey, we can bump this up to, you know, Did they DSL get free service at their house? Well, uh, you know, the follow-up to that story is her testimony worked. The Lumbee tribe now has $20 million high-speed internet access uh, provided by the government. So, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm so glad that it had a happy ending and now he can move around on the well, web like he likes. Isaac... Her oldest, oldest can move around on the way of back likes. So that's great. Um, that's great. Happy ending. Anyway, <clears throat> high-speed internet access is one of the big things that makes Iowa All right, the Iowa! best state in the country. Uh, healthcare, they were only third. Education, fifth. The economy, 17th. Opportunity, four. But that infrastructure at number one. Mm-hmm. Uh Crime and corrections, fiscal stability is another one, and quality of life. They ended up number nine on quality of life. I, I don't know what 
what uh, parameters go into quality of life. Minnesota was second, followed by Utah, North Dakota, New Hampshire, Washington, Nebraska, Massachusetts, hmm. Vermont, and Colorado rounding out the the top uh, ten. I'm sorry, where is Texas again? <clears throat> um, I'm looking. Okay. Uh, by the way, Montana, uh-huh. who keeps electing Democrats, uh, <laughs> number 27. And Texas, number 36. How do you... Uh, do you put Texas at 36? Oh, we're looking at this the wrong way, Pat. This is a good thing. Because what's happening right now, people are reading this list and maybe they're thinking, and they're thinking I'm going to move to Iowa. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Iowa. And, uh, so, we're down at 36 in Texas. Yeah, we already have 28 million people here. That's plenty. Yeah, we're good. That's plenty. All we're set. good. We don't need any more Californians. No, hell no. None. Nope. Stay there. Where are they ranked on that list? California. Let me see. California. 51. Uh, 32 ahead of us. Hmm. Come on now. <laughs> I don't care. And as always, though, as always, the the bottom few. Of course, Oklahoma is not usually one of them. Wow. But Oklahoma's at 43, Alaska 44, Arkansas 45, Alabama 46, West Virginia. Then, of course, Mississippi is in there mm-hmm. at the bottom of the heap. Uh, And... Then I cut it off. I no. cut off the list. Wait, 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 wait. Go back down. Go back down. Go back down. Hang on. I'll uh-huh. Okay, you'll tell me. I don't me. know who 48 or 49 was, but I remember mm-hmm. Louisiana was 50. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right above them was Mississippi. Louisiana was dead last. Yeah. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Dan in Hawaii. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How are you? I'm doing, doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little insight. I used to be a state capital reporter in Helena. Really? And way, way way back oh yeah i worked for the mtn okay and uh that's the montana the television network know. right for those not correct, in the know correct okay indeed uh one of the things that uh i always noted was and i think you as well can concur is that eastern montana was always very republican yeah and western montana was extremely democrat i mean butte where my wife and i just moved from to here in hawaii uh What a change that is. Butte to Hawaii. Wow, that had to be. I mean, you're like, are you in paradise now? uh, That's got to be. No. No? Really? You don't like it in Hawaii? No. no. Oh, why? seems to like it. Yeah. Uh, It's a rock in the middle of the ocean. Well, that's that's true. It is. But it's a pretty rock in the middle of the ocean, right? No? That's true. Yeah, okay. That's summer. All summer right. is the heat is unbelievable, and yeah. the humidity at ninety percent gets a little gets a little daunting at times for yeah yeah when you're not used to it Montana yeah the, yes I know I lived in Houston it's it's not yeah, fun exactly so. mm-hmm. I went to basic training in Missouri and I thought well that's the end of my life but, <laughs> yeah uh, yeah the big factor that gets John Tester in my humble opinion reelected now is I was born in Bozeman. And Bozeman, when my dad was working at the radio station there, KXXL, he uh, uh, was into Republican politics big time. And mm-hmm. Bozeman was a very Republican town, and the candidates always ended up losing to Arnold Olson and uh, and mm-hmm. such, except Dick Shoup did win once. But um, Bozeman was a very Republican city. Okay. But now it's affectionately known as Los Angeles because the Los Angelification of 
Bozeman has really taken over. Oh, yeah. Is and that because so, of Big Sky? It brought in all that money at the ski resort and uh, now... As well as the film and TV school. Yeah. Uh, MSU. Yeah. Wow. Because they it's, have just... Uh, the, the, film, the film companies mm-hmm. and uh, the production companies that are based in Bozeman now uh, rival pretty much even Hollywood. It's kind of interesting, and, uh, though, to me, because as you mentioned, the the eastern half of the state is usually Republican. Well, Billings and Great Falls would qualify as eastern part, right? Doesn't uh, those are right. the two biggest cities in the in the state? How do they not carry the state for Republicans that way? I mean, they're well, much is, bigger than the one hundred and seventy thousand. You know, Missoula's DMA is it up to that? Is it, wow, that's a yeah, lot. Well, well, Missoula's DMA is actually bigger than Billings's now. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow! When you consider Hamilton, Stevensville, Missoula, Kalispell, huh. though, is still is pretty much right wing, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Missoula area and Bozeman are really and Helena, as you mentioned, the main streets of Helena, yeah, and Butte, yes, of course, are 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 very are very left leaning. Huh. All right. Well, appreciate the call, Dan. I you know, it, it's unfortunate because. The perception about Montana is, that's ah, a Republican state. We can count on that. No, not really. Eh, not really. Well, we got some uh, tweets about this, too, at, at uh, Pat Unleashed. From Mike, maybe the congressman in Miami should consider working on cleaning up the mean streets of Helena instead of screwing up the internet. Amen. Hashtag, how about that? Yeah. Thank you. Hashtag, how about that? Thank you, Mike. Brilliant. You know what? I want to start mixing in hashtag, put that in your pipe. Okay. And not smoke it? Just put no, that in your pipe. No, that's too wordy. I, mean, that's I don't even wordy. know where yeah, you're going many, with that. But instead of hashtag words. tell Pat, maybe we need to mix in hashtag put that in your pipe. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, see, also, why do people think there, that more laws somehow make us more free? <laughs> Less laws equal more liberty. Very true. And, we, and, and by the way, we've got, enough, we've got enough laws. We just don't enforce them. If we did, uh, you know, you wouldn't have to be screaming about it all the time. From Kaboom, saying women are different than men is now fascism. In a university, a place of higher learning and open-minded thoughts. That's it, folks. Turn off the lights. America is over and out. Good night now. That's really true. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you... Our universities are now safe spaces where you have to hide from any free speech. Safe spaces where you can't hear. There's even differences between men and women? Seriously? Uh, from Todd and VB, we just go from one outrage to the next, and it seems to be getting worse. How long before we start rounding people up without any proof? I don't know. I don't. It's a good question because um, we've gone this far this fast. Yeah, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities anymore. It, it's just it's why we have to time. stand up to this stuff, and we can't let the sixteen-year-olds take over the the policy of this nation. Or the people that act like 16-year-olds at Dick's Sporting Goods and, and idiots like that. I mean, if you really can't stand up for your own store and say, look, he didn't buy that weapon here. And even if he did, that's not our fault. That's the fault of, the, of whatever. It's his fault for being a nut job and nobody did anything about it. But nobody will. Nobody will stand up like that. I do have some good news, though, for you. Something to help out with your weight loss. Um, we all know that diet and exercise, that's the key. It is. I don't like to hear it, but it's true. 
And there's something that can help you with that. It's called Riduzone. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement that can support your healthy weight loss. Be a concerted effort to just get healthier. Riduzone was launched by a local company. What they did was uh, they took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product containing OEA. OEA has been shown to boost metabolism and reduce your appetite while you burn your fat. So anything that speeds up your metabolism, that's a good thing. So with proper nutrition and a little exercise, Riduzone can help you lose weight. And maybe even better than that, it can help you keep it off. It has done that for Sarah in our office. She hosts the news and why it matters. It's hard to believe, but she was 100 pounds heavier at one point in her life. She said she was going to bring in some photos because nobody believes it. Um, but she says she struggles with cravings and until she started taking Riduzone. And now it's just a lot easier to control her appetite and you don't think about it all day long. So if you'd like to learn more or just go there and order, it's Riduzone.com. Really easy. Enter the promo code PAT. Get 30% off a three-month supply. It's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, let's go to Steve in Missouri. Steve, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how's it going? Doing good. Um, I'm sixty years old, and I remember back when I was ten or twelve, my grandpa, who was on the county Democratic committee, told me that Khrushchev told Eisenhower when he was over here for that visit in the fifties mm-hmm. that. They didn't have to worry about Russia invading the U.S., that we were going to do it to ourselves from within mm-hmm. our country. Yeah. And that's what's going on with these kids nowadays. From kindergarten on, they're taught socialism and communism, and they're not taught the Constitution or any of our American history. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's why you got that hog kid spouting off all this stuff that he's done. It's gotten to where I can't even stand watching the news anymore. Difficult. I only watch Fox. Yeah. Shannon Bream was doing it last night. She's talking about why does anybody need these powerful AR-15s? Oh, good heavens. They're not powerful rifles. They're one of the least uh, powerful. And why, well, why does anybody need is not the point of the Second Amendment. I'm so sick of that. I, I, that's me, too. I mean, I can't take and, it. And they, just, they think, <laughs> okay, we're just going to get rid of the ARs. Well... There's plenty of other guns out there that are way more powerful than an AR. Yes. I mean, I mean yes. that's my least choice of weapon. You know, it's they're probably fun to shoot. I, I don't have one. I've got an SKS. Yeah. And but uh, that's you know it's fun going out popping off thirty rounds as fast as you can shoot. It which is. is what a lot of these guys do. It is, but, but nobody needs to do that, Steve. Nobody needs thirty rounds at a time. Who needs that? Well, like I said, they're not taught our <laughs> Constitution and our Bill of Rights, and that's why the Second yep. Amendment's the Second Amendment. Yep. 
But, That's right. Uh, I remember all this stuff when I was in school. We were still being taught civics in, in high school even. It's a big problem you now because a lot of schools just aren't teaching it. They're not teaching the Constitution. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, I Whether Khrushchev said that to Eisenhower, I don't know. There's a lot of legends around all that stuff. And I, I don't know if you could actually find a quote. But people have said that multiple times. It has been said because it's true. There's no invading force that could actually defeat the United States of America. There's a force from within. The Secretary of Agriculture for the United States of America, Ezra Tapp Benson, wrote a book called An Enemy Hath Done This. Read that. It tells you everything you need to know about what we're going to do to ourselves. Uh, and it's happening. It's just happening in, 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 so clearly. The um, communists set out a goal. In fact, they had 45 of them for the United States of America, and they were entered into the congressional record in 1963. And goal number one, listen to some of these goals, and you tell me, how many of these have already been achieved? U.S. acceptance of coexistence as the only alternative to atomic war. Number two, U.S. willingness to capitulate in preference to engaging in an atomic war. And we absolutely have that. Number three, develop the illusion that total disarmament by the United States would be a demonstration of moral strength. Not so much now under Trump, but that had been the theory, certainly under Carter, uh, certainly under Clinton, uh, kind of under Obama. Number four, permit free trade between all nations regardless of communist affiliation and regardless of whether or not items could be used for war. Number five, extension of long-term loans to Russia and Soviet satellites. Of course, that's old speak now. Uh, Provide American aid to all nations regardless of communist domination. That's been long achieved. Grant recognition of Red China, long achieved. Admission of China to the UN, long achieved. Set up East and West Germany as separate states in spite of Khrushchev's promise in 55 to settle the German question. Of course, that's old now, too. That's, uh, that doesn't really apply anymore because they've been united for quite some time. Prolong the conferences to ban atomic tests because the United States has agreed to su- suspend tests as long as negotiations are in progress. Um, promote, the o- promote the UN as the only hope for mankind. Isn't that what we've come to? Uh, Do away with all loyalty oaths. Continue giving Russia access to the U.S. Patent Office. Some of these are just... I mean, you can't even imagine that not being the case anymore. Of course they have access to the Patent Office. Capture one or both. (laughs) Get this. (laughs) I know where this one is. This is one of my favorites. Goal number 15. (laughs) As relevant as you could possibly imagine. Capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. You tell me the difference between the Communist (laughs) Manifesto and the Democratic National Platform. There is none. There's no difference. There's no stinking difference. The the Democrat Party is the Communist Party in this country. We don't even need communists anymore. We already have Democrats. (laughs) Use technical decisions of the courts to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil civil rights. Wow. <laughs> huh. Okay. Number 17. 
if this isn't a fact, get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Wait, Get control of the teachers' unions. Uh, Put the party line in textbooks. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I just, I mean, what? I mean, jeez. Listen to this one. Okay. Infiltrate the press. Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, policymaking positions. Huh. (laughs) Gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. (laughs) We've kept them out of talk radio, but they're everywhere else. Have we? Well, yeah. Well, maybe not. Uh, Continue discrediting American culture by degrading all forms of artistic expression. You know that stuff they slop all over the canvas? They just throw paint at it, and it's sold for $5 million at auction? If that's not degrading forms of artistic expression, I, I don't know what is. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculpture from parks and buildings, substitute shapeless, awkward, meaningless forms. Crap. In every town square, you see shapeless, awkward, meaningless forms of sculptures and art. And especially on college campuses. No. Yep. Wow. Those are just uh, wreckage everywhere. Control art critics and directors of art museums. Our plan is to promote ugliness, repulsive, meaningless art. Garbage art. That's interesting. That That's two of the goals, at least, are art-related. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. Break down cultural standards of morality. By promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Why do you have the why do you, why do we have the pushback from things like I don't know uh, CosmoHurtsKids.com? Because pornography is so prevalent, it's everywhere. Even in video games, they're bombarding our kids with images of you know scantily clad women. What do you need that for in a in a, in a video game? You've got stories. You've got Mandy Moore, who is in This Is Us, which is probably the most popular show on TV right now for kids. Mandy Moore, prominently displayed, and on the front cover of Cosmo, Hot Sex Skills, How to Get and Give Pleasure, Supreme Pleasure, I'm sorry. Mm. You wouldn't want just normal pleasure. It's got to be supreme, right? I mean, why bother otherwise? And Cosmo's best quickie position ever. I mean, they have... They have literally accomplished virtually every goal. Some of these are outdated, but very few of them. They are mostly as relevant or if not more relevant today than they've ever been. We've got to fight back against this stuff. 888-900-3393. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. All right, we were, uh, Reminding you of some of the 
45 goals that communism had to bring America down. They didn't need to invade us. They just, they knew these things would erode our culture and our society. Uh, let's see, where do we leave off here? Artwork? Mm, yeah, art, artwork and yeah, maybe that's where we stopped. Oh, promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio and TV. Number 26, present homosexuality. Degeneracy and promiscuity is normal, natural, and healthy. Uh, number 27, infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity, which does not need a religious crutch. Wow. Number 28, eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools. On the ground that it violates the principle of separation of church and state. A principle that does not exist in the U.S. Constitution, by the way. Look for that phrase. If you can find the phrase, separation of church and state in the Constitution, I'll give you $5 million. Whoa. $5 million. Wait, can you... Can I mean, you if, if it's it already together? there from, you know, the people who actually wrote it. You didn't oh. put it Yeah, in. but could you just... Can you just take mm-hmm. separation from one part no. of the state from... No. Gotta be together. Right. Uh, So eliminate prayer in any phase of religious expression in schools. Number 29. Tell me how many of these have been achieved already. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. (laughs) It's chilling to look at this again. I haven't looked at it in a while. Yeah. And it's, wow. Number 30, discredit the American founding fathers. Present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. <laughs> Oof. This hurts. I mean, you could say wow after every one of these. Yeah. Belittle all forms of American culture and discourage the teaching of American history on the ground that it was only a minor part of the bigger picture. Give more emphasis to Russian history since the communists took over. <laughs> okay, now, now you're getting a little too obvious, guys. <laughs> Support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture. Education, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. Eliminate all laws or procedures which interfere with the operation of the communist apparatus. Um discredit and eventually dismantle the FBI infiltrate and gain control of the unions uh, that was done a long time ago a long time ago some of these were easier for the communists to accomplish than others yeah infiltrate and gain control of big business transfer some of the powers of the rest from the police to social agencies treat all behavioral problems as psychiatric disorders which no one but psychiatrists can understand or treat. Dominate the psychiatric profession. Uh, Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Yeah, because the family is the building block of our civilization. And they knew that. They knew if you you can help tear down the family, if you can encourage that, you're going to go a long way to succeeding the rest of these things. And they've done that. Emphasize the need to raise children 
away from the negative influence of parents <laughs> attribute prejudices, mental blocks, and the retarding of children to suppress influence of parents. Uh, who was it that said, you yeah, know, it was Dewey, who said, um, it was John Dewey, that the goal of American education is to make the children as different from their fathers as possible. Yep. I think it was Dewey. It was either Dewey or Wilson. I was going to say Woodrow Wilson. Might when, have been when Wilson. When you said that. Because um, he was the president of Princeton, right? Yeah. And he, and he actually said it was to make young men, because only guys went to college at the as time. As different as you can from their fathers. There you go. It was Woodrow. It's got to be. Create the impression that violence and insurrection are legitimate aspects of the American tradition. Students and special interest groups should rise up and use... United force to solve economic, political, or social problems. Overthrow all colonial governments before native populations are ready for self-government. Internationalize the Panama Canal. (laughs) It's in the control of the Chinese now. We didn't just internationalize it. We gave it to China. Repeal the Connolly Reservation so the United States cannot prevent the world court. I don't know what the Connolly Reservation, I'm unfamiliar with that. That might be one of those dated ones. But wow, are some of these absolutely chilling. There's almost none of them they haven't already achieved. Now, the world has changed a lot since 1963. And yet, there's still, most of these, completely relevant today. Wow, 888-933-93. Let me give you at least one piece of... Maybe really great news today. Okay, really? Is that even it's a thing? True. This is a thing. Uh, they've had a major breakthrough in the war against Alzheimer's, hmm. which might pave the way for the most effective treatment uh, so far. A team of scientists say they have su- successfully reversed the disease in mice. And how problematic is it to have a bunch of mice that can't remember things very well, where they left their shoes and things. That just that drives me crazy. I wish that mice would forget where <laughs> I live, personally. That's what Yours, I'm hoping. Your mice obviously don't have Alzheimer's, so they wouldn't be very good test subjects for this uh, treatment. Right. But this is amazing. It reversed it in that's, the mice. That's, that's fascinating. That's fantastic. That's not just putting the brakes on it, right? Right. That's actually restoring memory. Right. Exactly right. This is one of the scariest things to me uh, that is a potential out there. I, I hate thinking about, I've seen the effects of it. It's really horrific. Yeah. If you've been through this with loved ones, um, you know how horrific it is. Many more trials, tests, and hours of research obviously remain before it can be tried on humans. But if you're in that position, if you have Alzheimer's, wouldn't you elect to try it? What's the downside? Mm-hmm. What's the downside? If you're already lost in Alzheimer's disease uh, and you're a loved one of that person, wouldn't you want them to have access to this? Try it. What could hurt? The researchers, uh, this happened at the Cleveland Clinic Learner Research Institute. And they found that by gradually reducing an enzyme in the brain called Base 1, B-A-C-E-1, they reverse the formation of amyloid plaques in the brains of mice with Alzheimer's disease. I didn't even know they knew mice could get... I didn't know they could get it, and I didn't know you could figure out, yeah, that mice has all... 
That mouse has Alzheimer's. How would you know? Well, he can't even can't even carry on a decent conversation with anybody anymore. Yeah. Could he, keeps, he used to? Because that's interesting too. Because he keeps he he keeps repeating the same story. That I <laughs> I used to know over. Mickey. Yeah. I just know Mickey and Minnie lived upstairs. Yeah, you from told me. us that, <laughs> Grandpa Mouse. You, you told us that. We got it. But this apparently improves their cognitive function. Scientists hope this research will eventually produce drugs aimed at this enzyme in human brains, obviously. To our knowledge, this is the first observation of such a dramatic reversal of amyloid uh, deposition in any study of Alzheimer's mouse models. That is really good news. I hope that turns out to be something. Because sometimes you hear about this and you go, wow, okay. And then you never hear anything about it again because it didn't work out. (laughs) Didn't it, though? Or did they squash it because they don't want a cure? Or maybe they cured it, then they forgot about it. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe not, no. No, but Mm. this is absolutely exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, That's really good news. Because you think that as terrible as our society is, we are making big strides in areas, and it just seems like we're always so close to things. You gotta, can we not please cure these things? I know, I'm just throwing it out there, but like cancer. This and cancer, yeah. I mean, cancer. Yeah. That has been in every crevice of my life, every connection I have on whatever level, somebody is suffering and more often than not dying from that terrible, horrible disease. Almost everybody knows somebody in their life with one of those, either cancer or Alzheimer's or maybe even both. And... So this is super exciting news. Yeah. The billions and billions and billions of dollars we've spent on this stuff, you would think, would yield something, right? And these are always private institutions, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... Again, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know that these studies weren't funded by the government. But it's not not the bureaucracy that's figuring this stuff out. As a rule, that's true. These are private... Yeah, private businesses. ...setups that are doing these experiments and, and these trials on their own, and um, God bless them. Yeah, um, really At least great. somebody is. So, you know, pray for their success, because that'd be phenomenal. Also, Amazon supposedly uh, made $5.6 billion in profit. That's, that's after, you know, <laughs> expenses wow. and taxes, uh, because they paid no taxes. But they made $5.6 billion in profit last year. And the word is they paid a grand total of zero federal taxes. How's that work? I don't know. Wait a minute. I don't know. Wait a minute. They're expecting me to pay taxes on Amazon.com purchases? Mm-hmm. And the, what, what? Come on. What is this? Mm-hmm. What is this? They're not paying taxes. Plus, Amazon is also projecting a $789 million windfall from the Republican tax bill. This is how all of that screaming and yelling from the Nancy Pelosi's and Chuck Schumer's of the world, uh, this is how it takes shape because of this kind of stuff. How is that legal? How how can a, a multiple billion dollar profitable company pay zero in taxes? <laughs> I, I don't know, but they sh- they shouldn't be able to. I see how. Do you want me to read this to you? I thought this is yeah. what you were getting go to. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was. Okay. Go well, they're, ahead. They're, they're based in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yes. But their oh, global right. headquarters, not Seattle, but in the tiny landlocked nation of... Luxembourg. Luxembourg. <laughs> hey, man, if that's the system, more power to you. Uh, the EU has accused Luxembourg of giving illegal tax breaks to Amazon and has ordered the country to recover $295 million in back taxes. Everybody. 
wants to give breaks to Amazon. Why? Because they want them to come build their facilities in your area because it brings money and revitalizes the area and provides for thousands and thousands of jobs. So it's kind of understandable, but still, for them to beat the system like this, it just makes the problem worse. But keep in mind, this is a lefty, Jeff Bezos, yeah. doing this. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not Donald Trump doing this. Listen to this, though. Bezos, it's not just some new thing where he's like, oh, we got to move our stuff to Luxembourg. Apparently, his obsession with avoiding taxes goes back to Amazon's inception. In 1995, he originally wanted to build their U.S. headquarters on a Native American reservation near San Francisco oh, man. because it offered a tax break, but California <laughs> stopped the deal from going through. <laughs> <laughs> These are the same guys who will complain like Warren fat piece of crap Buffett did. Uh, I pay less in taxes than my secretary does. That's the kind of stuff these idiots say. But make no mistake, they're trying to play the system anyway. And they do everything they can. Well, if you believe that, then pay more in taxes. Nobody's stopping you. Even if they don't raise your taxes, pay more if you believe so much in that system. Uh, They drive me out of my mind. (laughs) Here's an interesting thought, though. Italy is introducing a flat fee for ultra-rich, trying to entice them to move to Italy and oh. bring those people there. They want super-rich people to come to Italy. Wait, there's a, there's actually a nation on the planet that isn't demonizing the rich for a change? And it's working, too. Oh. Millionaires from Russia to Norway and the U.S. are seeking to take advantage of it, Italy's low tax rates for the super-rich. Get this. It's a flat fee of $123,000 a year. Now, that's a lot of money to most of us. But to super rich, <laughs> that's nothing. Wow. That's not, you know, flat fee is usually like, okay, you pay a 15% rate. Everybody. That's nowhere near that. 123000 to super rich people is like a dollar to you and me. And that, how is that any better or worse than what Luxembourg and Amazon are up to? Right. Exactly. I, I mean, th- this, just, this, mm-hmm. is, this is a country... Setting its policy and a company mm-hmm. and or individuals making these decisions. Yep. You know, if if things weren't so ridiculous in America, and I think that this Republican tax bill that went through, you know, it's apparently having an effect on these companies' decision making. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's how you do it. You make your country more attractive and, and people... Maybe maybe a company will pay more taxes than basing in Luxembourg or running away to Italy. But you know what? It's America, so I'm willing to pay some tax, a reasonable amount of tax, to keep my company headquartered here. But uh, I just, uh, that's... um, That's the way you do it. There you go. Get your money for nothing and your chicks for free. Well, that ain't working. working. (laughs) 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. All right. On the Blaze Radio Network. Let's uh, finish up with a couple of things here. First of all, we got another of these stupid college, uh, these stupid college decisions. Wake Forest, you know, with their no tolerant, no racist tolerance thing that they have. We won't tolerate anybody saying anything racist. 
You'll be thrown out and expelled from our university. We, we don't tolerate. There's no place at Wake Forest University for that. Okay. So the Wake, the Wake Forest University bias team. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a bias team Brown at shirts. Wake Forest. I'll bet you there's a bias team at virtually every major university in this country. They declined a student's request to start a judicial case after he was called racial epithets. Now, what hateful, mongering haters in, in the hate of monger, in the mongering of hatred. What, what absolute phobes of phobias? What absolute phobophobes? Phobophobes. Here's the, here's the racist thing that was said. You're a mayonnaise monster-looking ass. I'm sorry? My mayonnaise monster-looking ass? That's a strange thing to call a minority. Yeah, it wasn't being called, uh, said to a minority. It was said to a white person. Mayonnaise monster-looking monster ass. Get your mayonnaise monster-looking ass out of here, I believe was the phrase uttered to this kid. <laughs> uh, so they investigated the identity-based harassment. Thank goodness. And they did nothing about the... That's how strongly they feel about their zero tolerance. We won't put up with racism on this campus in North Carolina. We will not do it. Unless? Unless you're white. Okay. Okay, and you've been called a mayonnaise monster looking ass. Gotta be consistent. You You gotta be consistent. Mm -hmm. Plus, these same students that told the guy that photoshopped his face onto a cracker. No, I'd laugh at that. Yeah, that's good stuff. And I, right I there. don't think the student actually cared, but you know what? He was—he just wanted to make see. Make a point. He wanted to make a point. Yeah. He took it to the bias team. That's awesome. Isn't that great? Kid said, "I wanted to see what they would do <laughs> because we hear all the time that there is zero tolerance for this kind of nonsense. We will not mm-hmm. put up with it. There is no place for it on this campus." So we took it to him. Yeah. Hey, they called me a mayonnaise monster looking ass looking told ass. me to get out of here and they photoshopped my face onto a cracker is that not uh racist no we're not gonna do anything about that wow how bizarre is that actually now blatant i want a shirt that has a cracker on it and my face emblazoned on the cracker mm-hmm. and just underneath it i'm just sure somebody's in, in the process like of working on that right now mayonnaise mm-hmm. monster Looking mayonnaise ass. monster look get your mayonnaise monster looking ass out of here huh. i want that <sighs> I, I just I, but the hypocrisy it's just maddening it is i mean it, it, it just it is you can't even go through life trying to make sense of this stuff speaking of hypocrisy ryan seacrest is being shunned by uh agents of stars because he's going to be on the red carpet representing E and asking people questions and he's always been the guy they go to mm-hmm. cuz he's really good and they know he's going to treat him well and say something interesting now everybody's avoiding him apparently everybody's being told to anyway so you've got that but the host of the Oscars doesn't seem to be tainted by any of that Jimmy Kimmel uh just said this. He was just being interviewed about his tone lately. And are you worried about that you've maybe gone too far on all of these po- political things? Do you think that maybe there have been times where you push the envelope too far 
and maybe become no. a little mm. too political. Mm. No, I don't. No, no, you don't regret no, anything don't. that you've said. No. Not at all. I don't think you can go too far. No, not with I think Republicans. That, you know, sure, I'm you... still doing a comedy show, and I need to be funny and entertain my audience. But when does it start? Then <laughs> the need to be funny. When is that going to happen? Can we look forward to that anytime soon, Jimmy? I hear your angry rhetoric, but I, I don't hear funny that much. I also think that we've uh-huh. matured enough to the point where, where... we can accept. Hmm. Uh, late night talk show host speaking about a serious subject sure, and sure. I think that it's almost necessary now. It's almost necessary. Well, what about your tone at the Oscars? Uh, Nervous at all that you're going to strike the right tone? Yeah, that I yeah, do worry about okay. that, that because he does worry about I have a tendency to not strike the right tone I, um, I in thought my you life. Just, there was no... <laughs> it's impossible to and go so too far. I, so. I, you know, I do think about that. How will you know if you've gone too far? I'm sure the internet will tell me. <laughs> in real time. Yes, almost immediately. So you probably saw there was a USA Today poll that was released mm-hmm. recently that said 94% of women in Hollywood have been harassed or assaulted. That's oh. your audience right there. It's, yeah. How yeah. do you address yeah. it? Oh, he doesn't address it. Hmm. Nor does he address his sexual harassment from the past. Would this be acceptable today? We all know, okay, this was in the context of a show. Would anybody care about that today if anybody else had done this in a show. Take a look at this. Jimmy Kimmel. I've stuffed something in my pants, and you're allowed to feel around on the outside of the pants. You have mm-hmm. 10 seconds to then guess what is in my pants. You should use two hands. Two hands. before, haven't you? Maybe it would be easier if you put your mouth on it. Oh. How old are you? Whoa! Okay, Whoa. can you sort of that? <laughs> Because uh, Uncle Jimmy doesn't need to do time. <laughs> you're, you're gonna make, oh, that's funny. You're going to make a fine wife. I think I wore the rubber underpants. And your guess is? Vibrator. A vibrator? No, it is actually a zucchini with a rubber band on it. Well, you can use it as a vibrator. <laughs> Did that not strike the right tone? Is that what? Is that what not right? Anybody else will be drummed out of the Oscars. Anybody else? Well, on the right. Yeah, okay, there. I was waiting for the qualifier. I mean, don't disappoint me here. I, I can't think of a person who would host the Oscars that's on the right. But if there were someone, would they be allowed after that footage was re- was back in the mindset of the American people? It doesn't matter that that happened eight years ago or whatever it was, 2009, 2010, 2005. Some of these things transpired in the 70s. And they're drummed out of their job today. But that's okay. That's all right. That's Jimmy. That's funny. (laughs) Check out what's in my pants. Yeah, use your mouth if you want. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. (sighs) We'll see you tomorrow. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.